Hey, quick note at the top. Um, I just wanted to mention that me and Grant uh, forgot to bring up that episode five of Swarm uh, titled Girl Bye was co-written by uh, Malia Obama. Um, I'm kind of glad that we forgot because that saved the audience and listeners from me going off on a tangent about uh, Obama's neoliberalism. Um, and yeah, it's just a rabbit hole that uh, I avoided just by accident. We both did because we both forgot to bring it up. Uh, there is no, co- it's no coincidence though uh, that uh, episode five is by far the weakest um, episode of Swarm. Uh, but yeah, that's all. Enjoy. Welcome back to Mutual Aberration Society. Um, and today I have on uh, my my B mic. B mic. He needs no introduction because he's been on the podcast several times. Uh, Grant Walmack. Yeah. Uh, was good. Grant was good out Oof. there in uh, sunny LA with the with the sun. I know the, the, actually the podcast listeners can't see. But Grant's outside. Yeah, kind of. They could kind of yeah, see yeah. there's some sun back here. <laughs> it has been raining a lot yeah. recently. So, Lush shout out, shout out to uh, climate change, <laughs> climate change, or you know the shout government. To, yeah, shout out know, to weather uh, manipulation. Uh, yeah, DARPA and uh, all that shit. <laughs> yeah, harp, uh, harp, you know, the harp program. Yeah, yeah, harp yeah. program creating fucking you know. uh, natural disasters and all that good shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, today we're going to talk about conspiracy theories. No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> uh, no, uh, today we're going to be talking about a new series created by Donald Glover in uh, Janie Neighbors um, called Swarm. Who's your favorite artist? Who's your favorite artist? Who is your favorite artist? Now, Swarm is... Uh, alternative title would be um, ha- African American Psycho. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's well, some a- people compared her to Pearl. You know. Yeah, Pearl, but Pearl, if if Pearl was done with more, f- like I don't know, like I do. I, let me not take no shots at Ty West because I <laughs> kind of like Ty West, even though I, I'm not really big on his his uh, his trilogy that he's got going with uh, Shorty with no eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, I'm, I've talked Maya, about her. Mia Goth. Mia Goth. Shout out to Mia yeah. Goth. Uh, shout out to her. She's got. You gotta have. You gotta have like a certain level of uh, balls. Be you, be it male 
or female to, to rock to that no eyebrows look that's true as confidently right as she that. does yeah she can get away with it you know a lot she of people can. a lot yeah. of people can't get away with that so i mean that's got to no. count for something in my book for sure yeah uh, but yeah we're gonna talk about swarm because um i do it's just i don't know like i don't know about you but when i started to watch the first episode i was on the fence with the show and i was just like i don't i don't quite, I don't quite know I mean, I was kind of in interested in in just based on, you know, the Donald Glover involvement, because uh, despite the the sort of like. Uh, Donald Glover gets a lot of flack. Um, he also gets a lot of like critical praise too. kind of kind of has a little bit of best of both worlds or worst. Of yeah. both worlds, I guess <laughs> uh, uh, because there's a lot of he's got a lot of detractors for 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 some valid reasons and for some some less valid but he's also got a lot of fans for both valid reasons and probably some that are just, you know, very uh, Dre-like with their standum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Dre is in the, the, the lead character of Swarm. Now, Swarm is to give people uh, who haven't watched the show um, a sense of what the show is. Swarm follows this girl named Dre. Um, Dre is a super fan. Um, she's also a blurred, a.k.a. a black nerd uh she's also very awkward um which the series establishes right out the gate right where yeah dealing with this she's a, she's a young black girl very awkward has a has a very close relationship with her best friend slash foster sister um yeah by chloe bailey um and she has this affinity for this singer they both share this affinity but but dre really shares this affinity uh for this singer called nija who is basically a stand-in for Beyonce the whole character is pretty much modeled after Beyonce and the the titled swarm comes from the fact that uh, Beyonce the hive which is the uh, online rabid fandom uh, I mean everyone knows about the hive yeah you know, it's one of the biggest artists in the world and and people know about you know her fans coming at people for saying yeah, anything you don't fuck with the yeah hive. you don't fuck with the queen bee the hive comes after you you know <laughs> all that shit well the show takes it kind of takes this premise from that and um we follow this the path of this girl who experiences a lot of tragedies but also is uh for lack of a better word a fucking psychopath and psychopath. sets about killing people uh anyone who who who, who talks shit about nija um and yeah it's just that is the basic premise there's so much more to it um i do know that uh I did a little bit of research into sort of before we started the episode about uh, how the show got started. And apparently during the filming of season four, as they were, uh, you know, coming to the end of it, Donald Glover called up uh, Janine Neighbors with this idea. Now, Janine Neighbors was a writer on Atlanta. Um, and I think she also has a credit for uh, writing for Watchmen, the HBO Damon mm -hmm. Lindelof. Okay. Uh, abomination that should have never been happened because because <laughs> Alan Moore's Watchmen should not be adapted, let alone be adapted. Yeah, oh, said, don't, don't <laughs> yeah, adapt this respect shit it, over respect it, but I'm not even yeah. with that. We'll, we'll move right along, we won't even go down that uh, path, <laughs> uh, Grant. But, uh, yeah, so he had hit her up and said, Yo, I want to do this show about you know, basically about this a fan, the crazy fan. You know, and we're just going to model it after Beyonce. Now, I think I think Janine neighbors may have a background uh, before she got into TV, but she may have been like a Ju Juilliard. Um, I think I heard that she was in Juilliard and may have been a playwright. I could be wrong. I should double check, but I'm not going to. Even though I'm <laughs> sitting in front of a laptop. Um, 
but um, she's from Houston um, and the character uh, is from Houston and it starts in Houston, but it does travel all along the country. Um, and yeah, that pretty much is the world. Now, the first episode, let's talk about this first episode, Grant. Okay, so right. the scene that, that really gets people is the sex scene, the Chloe Bailey catching back shots uh, from Chloe the dude Bailey from Snowfall. Catching back shots. Yeah, yeah. now... Um, that scene was memorable. I, I will say, uh, uh, how, what was your feelings on that, Grant? <laughs> no, I, I have a lot to say about this. And I will come out the gate saying I am not a Chloe Bailey fan. You know, I'm not either. I, Let me say I that. I think too. she's overrated. I think she's cute, but I don't think she's this drop dead gorgeous girl that Twitter makes her out to be. So I kind of came in with a little bias. I was like, okay, because she act. I heard about the back shots. Um, I watched it. You know, it was well shot. I think it was well done. Um, Definitely good where it kind of sets up like the characterization of the snowfall guy, the boyfriend. Yeah. Hitting her from the back, talking to Dre, kind of like mouthing words to Dre. Um, so you kind of know he's greasy, he's slimy, you know. So I thought that was well done, you know. So. Yeah, he plays the uh I'm trying to I'm trying to get the uh Khalid. Khalid, Khalid is, yeah, yeah, Khalid Khalid, is his name. Yeah. So Khalid is is played by uh Damson Idris, the guy from Stofall. I read into him one time. Um, I didn't really run into him, I didn't even say shit to do. <laughs> I was at a I was at a party again at Tyrese Gibson's house, and he was he was there. English British guy um yeah shout out to the uh all the British guys playing um I don't know playing black American blacks for some reason like you can't yeah, it's kind of kind of strange yeah Hollywood loves to fucking do that bro like yeah like, you know like all of the fucking like you know I'm not turn not to turn this into an ADOS podcast <laughs> All the American descendants of slavery, black black people that are, are here that are available to act you know you've got you get to see you know and again like I'm definitely for the uh, the concept of pan Africanism, so don't don't get it twisted. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely all black people. Yeah. Doctor Umar, don't come for us. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. that all black people should be united. You know, in terms of in terms of like together when it comes to struggle. But it, I'm just saying, like, it's just funny how um, the trend is always to like get foreign black people yeah. to play American black people, and it's like. I know they're not doing their due diligence. That's all. It's not about like they're not, know, pocket yeah. watching or like check. Cause I do think, you know, he's, he's a good actor. And yeah. There's a lot of good. Act- I like Idris Elba. You know, there's a lot of actors who come from other areas that I fucks with for sure. But it is, it just, every time I see that, I always, I have the knee jerk kind of reaction to be like, did they really cast, you know, did they really go far enough to cast? I mean, honestly, Donald Glover, I mean, I mean, he's from here, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. clearly he didn't want to be in the show and they didn't need to cast him in that role. I think that nah. was a good decision. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying like, Donald, you could have like, you know, you could have found somebody, but but whatever. Yeah, there's so <laughs> many people. Like, yeah, yeah, but he did a good job regardless. Uh, yeah. as, as I, I did, I did think that his performance as Khalid was, was good. Um, yeah. But let's, let's, let's just say like, there is that scene that everyone talks about. And I feel like this show is kind of created that way to have moments that they know are going to get a response um, yeah. from sort of people online. Um, I don't, I don't, I won't go, I won't say it's a show that's, it's not bad. Like um, what was the show? Uh, Lovecraft Country, where I feel like Lovecraft Country was always trying. I, and again, I, I say this having not watched 
five minutes in totality of any of the show. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I like Lovecraft Country. Uh, but here's but... my thing with Lovecraft Country, my, and the reason it got canceled because it was ass, uh, is because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because it's a show that was completely designed for Twitter and specifically for sort of like a certain segment of Twitter. And they, they would be like Black Twitter, but I'm like, eh, not, not Black Twitter, New Black Twitter. Um, I get what you're saying about New Black Twitter. Because there's yeah. a New Black. Shout out to the Black show original black twitter was wild yeah and that still would be exists canceled. Yeah. it still it still exists regular black twitter exists but there's a twitter sphere of new blacks and shout out to uh uh one of the best podcasts uh, around champagne sharks i got the term new black from from uh trevor and those guys over there they really started using the term new black and i do think in a way uh dre is kind of a new black um and and, and that and again that's uh, but I think it's an interesting exploration of that kind of person, that type of personality. Again, like a blurred in a new black yeah. combined. She's also sort of a sociopath, but she also has a fucked up background. Yeah. Um, and like you've mentioned already, it does have a lot of similarities to Atlanta. Um, I've heard other people critique it as um, formulaic because, but again, like it just shows you how people are retarded. And they don't. They know, are retarded. They don't know what yeah. the word, they don't know what the term formulaic means. They're confusing. Yeah. Aesthetics. They're confusing the aesthetic of the show with the formula. It's not a formula, dog. Like yeah, because I was sitting here thinking, I was like, this is not. But that's what they said. They're like, it's for. It's like Atlanta was formulaic. I've seen several people say that, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you don't know what that means. It's not formulaic. It does. It does have a similar uh, a style because yeah, again, it's, it's Donald Glover is at is behind the show so you know um but in terms of what it is someone did say that it could have they could have just made this instead of having like a, a prolonged break um they could have just made a, a show a, a series this series could have been shot before even though he came up with it around season four so this wouldn't work but i do kind of agree like y'all they all they needed to do was like throw in like a couple of characters from from atlanta in one of the episodes and this could have been like one a one-off completely its own season you know what i mean they could have they could have really did that it, it, it would have worked because atlanta is structured in a way where it's like you can have digressions right um that's a good idea this is probably why i like atlanta um shout out to uh blake butler because blake butler i quoted him as saying a book is as good as its digressions right well yeah, i feel like atlanta is yeah. a show that's kind of the same way like the show is as good as its digressions and it's a show that i can see that yeah it digresses it'll just go off to you know whatever and like that's probably that's usually a sign like i'm always i think that's i think it's beyond books i think it's in on all sort of art like people yeah. don't remember shit in movies and stuff or like remember that moment where like you know it's not about the plot but you remember that moment where this happens and they're like the character i like that like yeah i, feel, I, I feel love like that it's yeah. not tr uh like that's not like trumpeted enough by people like, you know, like, no, actually like taking that. Cause people always complain now. Like they look at that as like a flaw inherently, like, yeah. oh, like, how dare the show not completely be moving forward with the plot? How dare they take time over here? Yeah. It's they like, take yeah. a risk or experiment. Right. Right. It's like, no, actually that's, that's called good art. <laughs> yeah. It's called making yeah. good shit. Like, you know, like it's not about just following a roadmap, you know what I'm saying? It's, uh, it's about a journey. It's about a tone. It's about, um, you know, establishing sort of a, 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 or not even establishing evoking, um, emotions and a, a level of sort of, uh, immersion in a world that you've created for, for the viewer. Like, and, and in order to do so, you have to be able to show like, oh, this is a greater world. This is a greater, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
yeah, I'm telling you a specific story within a greater world, but, but there's other things going on. It's weird when it's like, because I mean, let's be honest, like what we do, you know, we write, you know what I'm saying? And like, we make these worlds, but like, truth be told, like everyone understands it. Like this is all made up. It's not, yeah. but the goal is to, to have that verisimilitude, right. To make sure yeah. that like, you, you do show like that. Oh no, there's greater things in there. And you let people sort of, uh, that gets that plays that magic trick, right? Because all this shit is yeah. magic, right? It's just you know what I mean. Like, in, in order to make that, you have to sort of do sort of things that are, you know, cr- setting the ambiance, you know. So, so for those who think the show's formulaic, you're wrong. It's not. Um, yeah, I was about to say you're making it. It's <laughs> such a great fucking point. Even that jumping ahead a little bit, the mockumentary, like. Mm. Shows yeah. just don't do that. Do that. They're right, right, they right. Do they do linear. Okay, this is what happens, you know. So yeah, I want to make sure I want to look, I want to pull this up. Let me let me share my screen here. I definitely want to pull this up because let's see here. Share. Okay, so as you can see here, we got episode one. Um, this is the episode guide here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Dre plans a birthday surprise for her sister. Episode two is honey. Dre's life in a new city seems ordinary, but there is more to it than meets the eye. She works at a strip club, obsesses over her favorite singer, and whacks people for no rhyme or reason. Okay, so, yeah. And then you've got episode three, Taste. Episode four, Running Scared. Episode five, Girl Bye. Episode six, Falling Through the Cracks, which is the episode you referenced, um, where it takes a total digression and becomes like a, a pseudo, you know, true crime kind of style uh you know type of show you would see on um what's the network uh, uh <laughs> yeah i was about to say that too i was like what's that channel called uh, but yeah, the last episode crime. is only god makes happy endings so first of all what episode because in the first in the first episode uh it, like a lot a lot happens in that first episode because her her best friend basically kills herself right yeah and and yeah. and and then at that point, um, it, it triggers the spiral for, for Dre. Um, and then when we see her again um, in episode two, she's now a stripper. And it's fucking hilarious because the first time you see her stripping, it's like the worst. She's horrible. Like her strip game. She's horrible. It's fucking, it's, 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 one of the, it's like one of the funniest moments. I mean, there's a lot of funny moments laced throughout yeah. this, this, this series. And it, 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 I like how it does this interesting uh balancing act of uh like dead seriousness and then like funny ass humor again like funny shit yeah atlanta did atlanta did it it yeah so again but but it definitely has that like kind of like i don't know but the strip the strip the stripper uh episode episode two honey um where she meets the uh the white girl stripper at the black yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah where she thinks she's black she's trans black or whatever yeah 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 she said her dad is like a fucking uh i don't know her dad's like her dad's half black or a quarter Mm -hmm. black it's something wild where it's like okay yeah yeah And and then like her interaction with the actual um well, one, she ends up killing that white girl stripper because the white girl stripper has a very fucking toxic relationship with her white boyfriend who pulls up outside. We first are kind of 
introduced to him a little bit when she's like arguing with him outside. He's in her. He's yeah, in her truck. she's climbing on his oh, truck and truck, throwing right. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he pulls off and leaves her, and then she ends up showing up at Dre's, and Dre's living in a a, a fucking ho- a shitty hotel. Um, and she ends up like trying to stay with her, like you know what I mean. Um, and you're kind of wondering like, okay, how did Dre get here? Um, and then like at this moment, how did you feel about because? At first, I wasn't quite understanding what the show was in, in episode two, right? Like, yeah, because you're like you're you're asking questions. You're like, um, and it and I, and I do. I like. I always say this. I like when 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 shows or films or stories in general, whether it's a book or whatever, when they don't spoon feed the audience, right? They sort of just like, in terms of like, they're not like spelling everything out for you. They're they're just giving you information, presenting it to you. And they're like, yeah, we're gonna, you're gonna find out, but you know, the story's gonna yeah. unfold the way it unfolds, the way we decide to unfold. And in the process of that unfolding, you will, it will fill in the, the blanks. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, yeah. So at this point in the show, I was kind of like, what the fuck? Like, how does she? Uh, why is she in it? Why is she in it? I think she's in Atlanta. Why? Why are you in Atlanta? Why are you a stripper? Uh, how much time has passed? Why is she in a hotel? Yeah, there's a lot of questions. Right, you but you, that all comes into clear focus by like. Yeah. I guess like episode the next by the time we were in by the time it was in episode three I kind of got it like I was like yeah I was like okay like okay she's a serial killer okay like she's and she's off she's on the road because she's going after specific people right now Um, yeah she's basically posing as a stripper you know what I'm saying more or less like she's her plan is to sort of she's she is a uh a black gypsy oh Oh, what a connection like i did that that, (laughs) nice transition Uh, uh, shout out shout out to uh black gypsies uh out now on broken river now (laughs) um but you know she's definitely a a a a nomad and like um yeah in a way that's that's another thing that they've done is she's sort of like that sort of uh drifter kind of serial murderer maybe like a la, I don't know, Henry portrait of a serial killer, uh, just sort of kind of like on the outskirts, working these weird jobs, interacting with these different types of people. Because we introduced first, we were first introduced to her. She's like working in a mall job, you know. Um, yeah, she's pretty shitty at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like she's shitty at everything, right? And yeah, then- I like I like how consistent it is with her characterization, where she's mm-hmm. shitty at the mall job. She's shitty she at stripping. Right. She doesn't fit in. Any, like she really doesn't. When I, like again, that speaks to her character being this sort of outsider, um, even amongst black people. She's just an outsider, period. Because yeah. she's fucking strange, and she's actually psycho, psychopath. Um, yeah. Um, but also like this, this, I haven't really talked much about like the Nyjah element because Nyjah is a big, uh, part of this, this series because Nyjah is always in the background. Her music's always playing. We're always ca- we're catching glimpses of her video. In fact, uh, in the first episode, which I didn't mention is that, um, Dre buys these very expensive tickets that are like $1,800, um, for her and her, and her friend to go see Nyjah. But she, yeah. she, she even they even show her like getting a credit card in the mail to do it right, and she she doesn't pay her rent, and then you sort of that which comes back to another uh, another it, it comes back to another point in the story, um, well actually refers to what's going to be revisited later, uh, it, which is um, we discover like sort of more about the relationship and the past history between Dre and Chloe Bailey's character and how they were how her her family actually has money. Um, and they adopted her, but they ended up like having to sort of like 
say send her ass back you know what i'm saying yeah. due to some yeah. due to some crazy shit um that that we actually find out in another ep later in i think ep and then it's it's spelled out for sure in episode six right the, the yeah the, for sure yeah yeah, yeah. so we kind of we get that we get the full backstory on like what happened but like basically um chloe bailey has been like paying a lot of times been paying for dre's half of the rent you know what i mean because she was you know one she can't really hold a job but also she spends her money on shit like again very expensive tickets Nyjah. yeah yeah Nyjah, Nyjah, her you know um Nyjah's new album dropping which is just like renaissance the rollout yeah 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 and it's interesting because uh i don't know if you listen to the 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 swarm album i listened to it on spotify and it's like uh it's like i don't know like five or six tracks um i was curious about it i didn't listen to it yeah i've listened to a couple of the tracks um decent there's this artist artist called kirby who i didn't really know who the fuck that was i've I've heard of kirby i heard kirby's making some waves yeah and and obviously donald glover's on one song as childish gambino but it feels like he's i i could tell his his, he had a direct involvement just just sonically how the album sounds and how the music works in tandem with the series you could tell like he was very instrumental no pun intended and like sort of the sonics of the album and how it sounds and shit um and, and, and it's very interesting. There's that one song. Um, uh, what's the name of the song? Let me pull it up since I got my phone right here. Uh, that sounds a lot like a Beyonce record. Even Kirby, I guess, or Nyjah. I don't know if Nyjah is is Kirby. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> uh, there's a song where like they keep playing it over and over again, and it sounds legitimately like a Beyonce song on purpose um which is yeah there there were a couple songs they played that sounded like Mm. oh this is kind of like a Beyonce cut yeah 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 they kind of did the sort of like riff on the Beyonce because it's like this character like you said of Nyjah is pretty much uh uh what do you call it what is it an an, uh what's the word I'm looking for here Grant you're right you're, um, you're like i say yeah i was thinking <laughs> i was gonna say i don't want my brain yeah my brain was like duplicate uh <laughs> well, i was I like that's that. not the word uh how do you say that word fast smile um I know what you're talking about. I don't know why I can't think of the word but it's like a direct copy ripoff even with the fake Jay-Z cachet mm-hmm. cachet and Nyjah yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. got the Basquiat hair. Yeah, he's got, they got the fight in the elevator that they yeah they Solange. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, the one girl's like, oh, I like I her like her sister, sister more. Better, and she gives yeah. that look like, that's another thing, right? Right? They're sprinkling all this shit, but like, there's moments where like, uh, you hear there's like a little sting when when like someone says they don't like Nigel, it or she'll be like, ding, it'll, it'll do that like, like yeah. sting, like, ding. like you know, I, yeah. I like the little touches that they do uh throughout this shit but each episode like i said we got to episode two but by you know which is she ends up killing the white girl stripper and her boyfriend like yeah. well actually she goes she goes to kill the boyfriend first because she's annoyed yeah, she's the stripper sick and tired of house. this shit yeah she, she goes up to the crib kills him she's dragging him out to bury him and then she shows up and then old girl we think old girl's gonna tr- flip out but she's happy she's yeah, like she's yeah, hype. she's hype she's like starts kicking his body too and she's like all right girl what are we gonna do and then yeah, she they're both the kicking him yeah <laughs> shoots her boom buries both of them keep it moving that's when again i get it it's like oh and then she moved basically she she uh there's another scene where where we discover why she's in atlanta is because there's a there's a guy who was talking shit not only about Nyjah but her dead friend all right yeah. 
and yeah. like he turns out to be just a normal dude who's just trolling on the internet it seems like right yeah. but they they kind of like break down when they're going um she goes with these strippers to like these white college frat dudes right after because they make money to basically you know your thousand dollars they know they know you shake ass but they'll have sex with dudes you know you know that type of deal yeah uh, and she's like the dd she's like the designated driver so she's driving all the girls and, they, and there's a funny interaction at the party where um she's just like sitting there eating chips and then the dude walks into the room and he's like i'm you know i got a girlfriend i i really yeah i'm, I'm not, not like, like these guys. guys but then he's like um how much if uh, if I uh, pull, if I jerk off in front of you? <laughs> and she's like, uh, <laughs> she like charges him. I can't even remember what it was. What was it? Yeah, like, something like a thousand. It was like a thousand dollars. He was like, like all right, right. And then she's like eating chips, and he's like, and it's got like the blurred out dick, like which again it was another a funny touch where it's like it was yeah. like Japanese porn, where he's like literally jerking off. Again, like there's moments that you don't you don't see shit like that. No. Nah. In shows, you just don't like. That's why I feel like people are probably underselling this. Or not like they're, like when they talk about this when they say it Atlanta did a lot of wild shit. It did, yeah. Like let's not act like it didn't. But this is like Atlanta, but like Atlanta filtered through the lens of like more something that's more horror adjacent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Atlanta did have moments like that for sure. Like that episode where Donald Glover is and plays the white dude with the piano. Um, yeah. yeah. That definitely skewed like a little horror esque. But I feel like this is sort of like. This is like horror adjacent for sure. This whole series. Yeah, they sort of lean all the way. Right. They lean in a way that Atlanta doesn't because Atlanta is more, you know, not necessarily the the, the tone and the vibe of that is not, it's not that, you know what I'm saying? It may sprinkle in other things, different sort of genres, inspirations, but, but it's never, it doesn't, it doesn't go the, where's swarm goes. Swarm goes like way far. It's, it's violent. It's depictions of death and it's graphic. People get murdered stabbed limbs shot i mean a shot limbs chopped off you know all kinds of shit so it's got yeah. like if you if, if you think that like this is a show that's gonna be like no it's not it's yeah dark. it's not tame or soft it's, yeah it's not tame know. it's got jet black humor um yeah so then we go on so so after 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 like i was saying before on episode two one point i wanted to uh point out is her when we discover oh she's in atlanta because of this guy well, like after they're coming back from the party, they're driving in her car and she's got a fucking beat up ass like Mercedes or whatever. Um, it's like a beater, though. It breaks down um, and a tow truck pulls up and it just so happens to be that guy. Um, he owns a tow truck company. So he offers to tow them back to the crib. Right. All these strippers and her, um, which ends up, you know, with them, him helping them fix the car. Them about to leave. Dre says, I need to go back in. She thinks he's in the shower. She goes to kill him. He walks in. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> she clubs him. A, a, struggling, a struggle ensues. The women and the trippers come in and save her. One of the strippers shoots the dude, right? But then Dre abandons the ass. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> did. Get out of there, right? Leaves them that, there. That, I did like that. Like, right. even because uh, she's almost seen as like invincible, where she's a killer. She's killing everyone so easily. But then this big motherfucker is about to kill her. You know, it's about to be over. Well, you know, these ratchet strippers come right, through. Actually, yeah, the ratchet strippers save the day, but then she leaves them and they end up taking the get catching the charge. And yeah. <laughs> and because she's not who she says she is, they don't they can't ever find who she is. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, she keeps slipping through the cracks, which is basically what what the episode six is about falling through the cracks. This idea like of there are actually when you research it, there are like black women serial killers. You just don't know. Talk. They just never talk about them because they fall. Yeah. Through the cracks. 
but um, that episode is pr- that's pretty much you know. And again, I like how each episode is. It just keeps it. It continuously ups the ante. And by like by the by, by every episode, it feels like Dre is is you just never know where she's gonna be. You and never I like, know. Yeah. I feel like by the last episode, episode seven, you're like, yo, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like she's yeah. on like. She's a full-on stud at the very end. <laughs> right. I was like, wow, she really... But when you think you about know. it, it tracks because she's a serial killer and she's, like, continu- continuously changing her identity. Yeah, uh, she and also, to, like, yeah. It also hinted at, like, she may be sort of, like, if not bisexual, almost asexual. Yeah, yeah. If not gay, but, like, because it's, like, you see her, she doesn't really ever seem that very interested in men, like, even when she's, like, staring at... uh the infamous back shot scene when she's watching yeah, Chloe Bailey get her back blown out by a snowfall homie and like yeah. uh she just kind of like gives this weird look like as if she's just like you don't know if she's like almost jealous of 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 him because of her love for her friend yeah and also yeah. her love for Nyjah right so this is the idea that like she has these love this like weird affection towards women because these women to her, she, she, she puts them on pedestals, you know what I'm saying? And she, she idolizes them to a degree where it's like, not even like a sexual thing. It's just like a weird obsession. Yeah. You know? Weird. Yeah. Um, and so when she becomes like, because again, like all the interactions she has with men, like there's a scene early on where she's like, she wakes up and she's like feeling herself and she's, we see her like in a nice sequin dress and she's in the club and she's vibing and she walks up to Macaulay Culkin's younger brother she takes him back to the crib and they fuck. And then you see his dick against a bowl of strawberries, which is weird as fuck, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was kind of like, yeah, I didn't need, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I kind of pushed that out in my mind. I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was kind of like, that weird. Like, uh, okay. like uh, I don't know, I guess, whatever. <laughs> it has moments like that, though. Just for people yeah. to know, like, this is the type of show it is where it has these kind of uh, weird all over the place kind of moments. And then, like, we get to episode three, which is taste. Um, and like I said, reading the synopsis for the episode, uh, this is when she runs into this like guy. It says he's a DJ, but it's not really, he's not really a DJ. That's an inaccurate. He works for the concerts. He's like a fucking, he's one of the dudes that's at the mixer. He's like the mixer. Yeah, because I feel like concert. he yeah. DJed for a second or something somewhere, but right right kind of like a background concert and the way she the way that she ends up uh getting with this dude or like coming into his his orbit is because she's tracking this uh woman who's based on who's based on a right-wing uh social media figure uh fox news adjacent woman who's talking shit about beyonce well she's talking shit about nija right and so she's like i'm gonna kill this bitch so she basically goes to what is the uh, the stand-in for Equinox. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a fake Equinox. Yeah, because she knows that she goes to this gym. And then she walks into the gym. And the first thing that she does when she's following her into the gym is she's stopped by the woman's, the women behind the counter. And they're like, yo, are you a member? Like, you show your card, right? And I liked how, like, the gay, this is a gay white guy comes up. And he's like, thinks he knows her because all black yeah. people look the same. Yeah. <laughs> 
right? He's like, hey, what's up? You know, and she just plays along with it. Like, yeah, it was good, you know? And then he looks at them like, oh, are, are they being racist? She's with me, guest pass, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I liked how they did that. That's yeah, that. it is It is crazy how she, Dre, always gets help. Mm-hmm. Almost like when she needs it, it's mm-hmm. almost like her black card helps well, her, well, you well, here's the thing, like, and this is interesting. This is why I say, like, she's like a new black blurred kind of person. Yeah. Where she keeps coming into these scenarios around these white people who tokenize her. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and she uses that to advantage to like get closer to people she wants to like kill or or whatever, or to get closer to Nigel, even. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like she has she's hell been on two things, which is like killing people who've talked shit about her friend or Nigel, specifically Nigel, and getting and meeting Nigel, yeah. seeing Nigel. Um, those are sort of her main sort of motivations and, and anything outside of that or anything that gets in the way of that, she's willing to sort of like literally uh, catch a body over. And she does. She catches a series of bodies <laughs> um, and kills people in funny ways. But um, so what happens is she's fought. I get, she gets in an elevator with with the chick at one point and she takes yeah, the she has like a kettlebell or kettlebell a in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in another, the, the dude comes in actually. Um, isn't 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 the DJ guy that comes in in the elevator? Yeah, he comes in. She sees like a tweet that says "Follow the jacket" or something. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he has a he has a concert. Yeah, the the fucking yeah, the fake Jay Z cachet. Yeah, so she drops the kettlebell, boom, and then that means like girl just looks like oh shit, like what the fuck? Uh, and she follows him, and then like she's like basically being a voyeur and looking into his like window as in his house and at a certain point um she breaks into the house (laughs) because she's like basically fleeing you know what i'm saying to like fucking and then she that's when he discovers her and then this whole weird relationship kicks off again like where they have sex uh she eats a bunch of snacks yeah his food addiction his food addiction is insane yeah, it's you fucking know. nuts. Uh, you know, and, and ultimately leads her to getting backstage at the concert because he literally works there. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, she's part of the concert, but she's super far away because she's with him at like the engineering mixing uh, area during the concert. Um, but after backstage, there's an after, you know, there's like an after party, the club that Nigel's going to go to. And she basically tells him, like, I got to go because he doesn't want to go, you know, but she's yeah. like, no, we're going. Yeah, we're going. She is, yeah, she ends up like locking him in a fucking freezer, basically. With, <laughs> and, and then like goes to the fucking the after party. And then like, again, another another reference to a real life incident. She sees Nigel there and she ends up like biting Nigel. They don't actually yeah. show. And that's what happened to Beyonce. Remember that crazy fan bitter on the bitter or some shit? Like it's basically. Yeah the the show's take on that um and like the way that she bites into a damn is it a grape or a plum or yeah it's like a plum like the way they sort of visualize what happens they don't actually show the bite they show her like fantasy in her mind they show her imagining sort of like her like she's approaching nigel and then she's like eating these fruits and then like next you know it's like you hear people scream and like oh shit she bit this bitch bit nigel you know and she's like running she runs out and like fucking uh it's 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 a, it's an interesting episode just for the fact that like it's it shows you sort of like how much of a like how like singular minded dre is but also sort of like how as we've seen before in episode two like oh she's just going to continuously move around like she's going to continuously be on the run um 
shout out to uh, Beyonce on the run. <laughs> yeah. uh, all these connections are being made here in real time. Uh, and then honestly, I mean, that's, 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 that's what happens. And then we get to the episode, which is probably the episode that gave me some, some God's leftover vibes, which is running scared. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ryan messaged me. and was like, yo, this episode's <laughs> like, I, and this was before I saw it. And when I saw yeah. it, I was like, okay, I see it, you know? See, so you got black gypsies, you got God's leftovers. You tapped into the zeitgeist. You tapped I mean? in. Tapped you in. Know. Tapped in. Grant. Donald Cause... Glover needs to hit me up. Because <laughs> there's women's the the, the the uh. So episode four, running scared. We see her. She she wants to go to basically um. What uh, uh it's like, Nigel's headlining, are doing some sort of like remote, kind of like I don't know something in the in the, in the vein of like uh, a Bonnaroo or a fucking uh. Coachella yeah style. I felt like it was kind of like a Coachella. burning man kind of yeah I think like because I mean Donald Glover himself did did a fucking like middle of nowhere style concert at one point um as Childish Gambino um if it, it feels it's like that there's like she's throwing this it's like basically like Coachella Fuck it. yeah she's going to she's going she's driving um to Coachella and like she gets pulled over by a cop uh obviously she doesn't have actual ID she manages to skirt out of that you know um and I forget how does how does she get out of that again? She goes remember. to the gas station because he's wait, 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 following before her that, home. Before that, because he he offers to follow her. Basically, he yeah. doesn't even offer. He tells her, "I'm going to follow you to the hotel." So she and she ends up pulling into a gas station. But there's something that she does that sort of gets the cop to like not actually pers- like give her because he, she's asked for a license and she doesn't end up giving her i don't remember what it was yeah i think she was like this is my mom's car or something and he he kind of gives her out or something where right. she's he's like, like you're oh you're, you're, here, for, here. you're here for the fucking event or whatever the fuck you know where are you staying she's like are you at this hotel he actually tells her the hotel she's like yeah or whatever now she pulls into this gas station she goes inside the cops out there waiting um and then that's when we um we are introduced to a character um played by a actress who i actually fuck with a lot um i'm trying to remember her fucking name let, let me let me pull her up because i i do i definitely want to uh i definitely want to shout her out uh billy eilish is not the actress billy eilish is in this episode though she who is actually, in this episode and she's really good in it honestly um yeah it surprised uh, me yeah yeah she's she's definitely um let me see a wonderful she's in a wonderful cloud which is the uh the you shout out to uh eugene uh because uh, of the director's commentary podcast filmmaker he used to date her they used to be in a relationship and he put her in a movie called wonderful cloud uh caitlin shell and Clay- caitlin shell been in like uh she's in a lot of like independent movies um she was in a few of the uh fucking i mean obviously she's in your next in the opening she gets killed um She's also in a lot of movies. Uh, what's 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 homeboy's name? Why am I blanking on dude's name? Um, he's actually in your next too, but he's a director. Swanberg, Joe Joe Swanberg. She's in a lot of Joe Swanberg movies. Uh, she's also uh, yeah. I just I've I've liked Kate I've liked Kate Linshell for a while as an actress. So she meets Kate Linshell in the fucking gas station. Um, and she goes. She sees that she's being followed. She goes outside to the fucking the cop. And basically scares him off, like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. She walks back and she's like, "What did you say?" You know, basically like he's just being racist and stop following this black woman and blah blah blah. 
And then she's like very like welcoming to to Dre and like very like overly nice. And she says, oh, you're you're going to the concert, you know, like come stay with us, you know, stay at my yeah. house, the big mansion. And it's like and then, you know, you're like, what the fuck's going on? You know, and she makes him back and there's this nice, you know, big place that they're staying at all these white women. And you find out like they're like a group of like white feminists. It's <laughs> like, like a little like, cult. Yeah, like basically a little group. Yeah, there's like a women's empowerment group. Uh, they do these retreats annually, um, and you come to see, you come to meet Billie Eilish. Is at the, it's quite like almost like the leader of of this, of this group of women. Um, and Dre's immediately like again tokenized, brought into the fold. Yeah, uh, which was the and again it, her interactions with Billie Eilish are interesting because like I do felt like I got some like get out vibes uh definitely because there's a moment where like she's doing sort of like a therapy session with Billie eilish and she's doing the snap or she, every time she snaps she says to say her name every time you snap and then, but she ends yeah. up actually saying her real name because she's giving them a fake name at first but then the snaps come and she ends up saying dre and she's like manipulating her to, to get her to find out who she is and she really ends up getting her to reveal everything about who she is um, yeah the murder without her fucking everything. knowledge she basically yeah. hypnotizes her you know what i'm saying um so she they know she's a killer and, and all this fucking shit um, which ultimately when, when Dre gets, gets it, you know, when she gets the, the feeling that like, she's been betrayed by, by Billie Eilish. In yeah, terms her of, phone's oh, she, missing. Her phone's missing. She's not, and she knows everything. She's told all the other women about it. And then she decides, well, I'm going to kill these bitches. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> she ends up like running Billie Eilish. Spoiler alert. If you haven't watched this at, at this point, I will say this. Um, we're talking about uh, what is it? Episode four. Four running scared, yeah. We're at episode yeah. four. If you haven't watched the series at this point, um, probably pause this and, and watch the series at least watch this episode four because I'm about to talk about a moment that happens that is an, a shocking moment, which is not really shocking. I mean, it's not really shocking, but it is. I mean, I mean, she kills Billie Eilish, um, she runs her fucking over the car, um, and it's pretty yeah, no hesitation, no hesitation, straight runs her over, of course. And then some of the other women are freaking out, they jump on top of the car, some of them, she they get fucked up. Uh, she flees that scene um, again. Um, yeah, she's about to miss the Naja concert. You right, know? right. She actually gets to the concert, but it's over because they've been lying to her the whole time, saying that like, oh, they can get her a pass, and like she, she, she didn't know people at the festival and all this other bullshit. But she all discovers it's all manipulation. It's all like yeah. to get her to, so, to become part of this group again. God's leftovers shit, and then it's like uh, get in this group, and then murder happens. So uh, Grant, let yeah. me just let me just say, how do you feel? Uh, that they stole your concept. <laughs> you know, I feel all right. I feel all right. They did a good job. So, you know, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah, so, I mean, what was your, what was your, what was your, what was your rating of the, in terms of the violence uh, depicted? Um, was no, it, was I, it? I fucked with the heavy, high ratings. Um, definitely the leader is similar to the leader in God's Leftovers. And she did a good job of kind of making her feel part of group and then obviously the manipulation and then dre does what dre does best you know yeah kills i i mean i really loved that it felt organic it felt real kind of yeah. like what she would do you know the group of leaders over here begging her to stay or i know all your secrets blah 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 dre don't give a shit about that you know it was a, it was like, a real it was a crazy miscalculation on her part yeah like, a big miscalculation but you know that she's a literally a murderer <laughs> you know she's yeah. really a murderer. um 
Uh, and this whole time, I mean, obviously, anyone's that's talked shit about Nija, she's always like, I love that too. That's a recurring uh, motif throughout. Is like someone will voice that they don't like Nija, and she'll be like, "What the fuck you mean yeah. you don't like Nija?" Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it is because uh, how many Grammys does the artist you got? Yeah, like, yeah. They'll, they'll stay. They'll Nigel stick to their seven. guns, yeah. or they'll fucking uh, be like, "I don't like Nija. I like Kodak <laughs> Black." You know, like Lil Kizzy or whoever the hell. Yeah, Lil Kizzy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's funny. And that's how that episode sort of wraps up. And then we get to uh, Girl Bye, um, which, again, try, this is the episode uh, that I'm vi- I'm trying to remember. Okay. Dre loses her mind and goes after Harris, only to end up staring down the barrel of his gun. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. This is when she returns back to Houston. And she goes yeah, to see her, her best phone. friend's parents. Yeah, I was gonna say her phone. Her phone off. gets cut off because what she's been doing is she's kept she's kept her uh, Chloe Bailey's phone, um, and she's like text as if her friend's still alive. Texted and she would text back with her friend's phone. So she's like having these imaginary text messages between her dead friend um, throughout the mo- throughout the series up to this point. But then the phone gets cut off, and there's this interesting scene that where she goes to the actual the cell phone store, and there's this like very flamboyant. Uh, <laughs> gay black dude who's works there and he's like his performance is hilarious you know it is funny as super zesty energy the zestiness is on display and he's like trying to help her get the phone cut back on but quickly realized like and he quickly realizes like yo this is something ain't right with this this (laughs) crazy like she's fucking crazy because you know she's like the phone has been cut off because the phone was being paid for by chloe's father um you know um and I'm, again, well, I'm trying to remember uh, uh, Harris Jackson. Harris Jackson, right, right. But uh, but I'm trying oh, to think. the actor's name. Well, I know who the actor is. Leon. Leon. Shout out to Leon. Uh, uh black black all star uh, actor Leon. Uh, yeah. you know, shout out to him. He's been in all kinds of movies. Five Heartbeats. Uh, fucking uh, Above the Rim. Uh, Leon's goaded. Uh, but he plays he plays Chloe Bailey's daughter. But uh. Chloe Bailey, who I keep saying, it's her character's Marissa, Marissa Jackson. Marissa. Right. And 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 Leon plays uh what some Mr. Jackson. I don't it's know his Harris, last name. Harris Jackson. Harris Jackson, yeah. you're right. You said it. Harris Jackson. You just said it before that. Harris Jackson, yes, no relation um to me, but you know, um, shout out to all my Jacksons out there, both fictional and non-fictional. Uh he she shows up back to the crib, and that's when we start to get a little bit more backstory about like uh Dre as a child and like Dre's not allowed there because she got kicked when during the funeral uh for 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 Marissa she's the, she shows up but then like someone walks up to her and says the family doesn't want her there you know what I'm saying and she has yeah. to leave and this is sort of like the callback to that moment at this episode because we get she breaks into the house because no one's there um it's a big giant mansion you know somewhere in Houston and um we noticed like the dog we see pictures right and then you start to like pictures of, of of marissa when she's young and she like one of the pictures she like takes it out of frame and then it's folded and she unfolds it and you see a young black girl next to her and you realize oh that's her yeah like, you know what i'm saying at this point you haven't really gotten the full story about like her, her growing up with with marissa but you you understand quickly like oh marissa's family took her in um and adopted her um but they they don't she's a black sheep of the family like they really don't want anything to do with her um Cause the dog runs up to her and the dog recognizes her. Cause at first you're like, Oh shit, it's a dog. But like, no, she, they, she knows who she knows. And, and then the family comes home 
um and a whole fucking wild moment happens between um because she's there she comes up to her mom like yo turn i need i need the phone turned back on like i need fucking marissa's phone turned back on and she's like what are you talking about like you have to talk to harris about that shit and then harris is not having it harris yeah up- she's and she's scared to death of harris every time you're like yeah why is a psychopath scared of this man right but she comes up because she finds a gun like in a drawer while she's like rooting through the house uh before they get home so she t- actually comes out with the gun and put points it at harris's wife like yo turn this phone back on and then when harris walks in he's like not even surprised that she's fucking there and Harris yeah. is like, all right, fuck that. Harris gets the he don't play games. He gets the know? shotgun <laughs> and starts, and then a whole chase sequence happens where she's running through the house. Harris is chasing her with the shotgun. She ends up fl- getting out a window, and Harris is still firing shotguns at her, shooting, shooting, and he's she's like, "Don't you ever come back here?" Yeah, yeah, like it's a fucking wild moment, and you actually kind of feel for her, uh, even though she's fucking a nut. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And you kind of understand why Harris is the way he is, though, too. You're like, yeah, this bitch is legitimately crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, he knows growing like, up. Like, he knows who she, he knows who she is uh, in a way where it's like, oh, like, yeah, like, this isn't just him being fucked up to be fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like, you can't play games with Dre. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. He knows, he knows exactly what he's dealing with. And again, like, that episode sort of, like, is, again, a little bit more, fills in more of the uh, blanks in terms of, why dre is the way dre is and who dre is uh, and then we get to episode six six and episode six it's falling a banger it's a banger episode because of the digression again like i said a, you know a story is only as good as its digressions a book is only as good as digressions like the show is only as good as its digressions um which is a whole entire like standalone episode where we see loretta green um who's this fictionalized sort of like uh, pol- detective, you know, um, who has her own true, you know, true crime style uh, show, and it's telling the story of of basically Dre, like, uh, or like these series of murders that she's connected, like that people didn't think were connected. They thought she was crazy, uh, but she connected it because she was able to find like, oh, like these people had said things about Nyjah, um, and ends up they end up getting killed. And she traces it all the way back. And I love I love the, the touches because even like the fictionalized characters, like they do everything like they get like stand in actors uh, yeah. for, for the characters we see. But here's the here's the meta, super, super meta thing about it, though. I, did you think this? I think this is is this is this show real? Right. And in, in terms of episode six, right. Episode six could be real. And the people that we see aren't actual actors or they are right Which, that's a good point i didn't think and then about the whole that. show is the actors you know what i'm saying because, yeah because they keep saying this is not a work of fiction or whatever right 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 this um, show opens with everything that happens is facts right but, but what i mean by but i'm not even talking about like overall i'm thinking like in terms of the, the reality this episode yeah, yeah this episode and the reality that this episode is creating right you could look at there's a way that you could look at this as like oh actually because these shows tend to get like fake actors right um like but sometimes some of the shows have like an actual like person that they actually know and yeah because like, there there is the mm-hmm. the fake nausea fan who's gay and mm-hmm. they're like would i kill for nausea and he's like thinking it over and over it's kind of like maybe but but I then they show the mug shot they show the mug shot of the yeah. girl right and this is yeah. before they cut to um the final episode right and they show her like she's got like cornrows or some shit 
And she's yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, and they're like, uh, they traced her down to like Nashville or something. Um, or Loretta has, you know what I'm saying? And she, she, yeah. she even brings it up. Like, isn't it funny that like not, uh, Dre's last name is green and my last name is green. Like she could be my relative, like, you know? Yeah. Um, um, and like fucking, uh, I just thought it was very interesting. Cause they even show it's like, there's one way there's a, there's one reading of this where you could think like, Oh, like actually no no like the people that we saw like the picture the mugshot is actually dre the mom could even actually be the mom and like the the people have we saw up to this point you know um they're actors because it's, this yeah. is the show and this is a show interrupting the show like yeah. you know what i'm saying like even though it's all fake but you know what i'm saying it's that level yeah. of meta where you're like oh like dominique fishback is that who plays who plays dre like yeah she's that's Dominique Fishback. And then and the yeah. real world, the real Dre is in episode six, who we see, you yeah. know, what I mean? and also like there's that moment where they intercut uh, Donald Glover talking about making the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Which is, again, that, super where meta like, where they're wow, like, this is crazy. Yeah, meta. they show Donald Glover talking about, yeah, I got this new show. It's about a crazy Beyonce fan or whatever the fuck he says. Right. And then it's like yeah. I'm working on it with Janine, this girl, Janine Neighbors or whatever which is literally referencing the show and the creation yeah. of the show in the moment. Again, like super duper meta shit, super duper like, oh, like interesting way, an interesting way to sort of like do a show like this. Um, so yeah, the episode's a complete banger um, just because banger. of the, it's not even that the way the episode shot, I mean, it's shot in a way that's funny. And even, you know what? There is a moment in the show where, where, where uh, she goes to, to the foster home yeah. and talks to uh the woman who works there because she wants to find out why uh the jacksons sent dre back and this the woman who plays the woman at the foster home her performance is so realistic like in terms of like even what she's saying like i know women who work in that kind of space and who have those kind of jobs and i could like that's legitimately some shit they would say no, that's true. I know a couple people like that. You know that what I'm saying? Too. Like yeah. it felt, it felt like a lot of that passed the sniff test, like in a way where I was like, yeah, like, and also like she was saying a lot of real shit too. Like that, that was a way for the sort of show to, to launder in some actual like uh, things for the people to think about. Where you know what I'm saying in terms of like people like Dre are people who sort of like you don't know where these people, we don't know where these kids come from and what kind of life they had that creates sort of, and again, it gets to that, the deeper conversations if you want to have, which is, uh, you know, nurture versus nature. And, you know, not only that, but like, you know, things about, you know, race and gender and all those, all those things that could be, you know, are there, but it's not hammer. It's not hammering you over. Yeah. Head. I feel like it really like grounds the yeah. show in a sense. And it's kind of like, okay, this is kind of mm -hmm. tongue in cheek. Loretta Green's a little right. cocky, yeah. a jokey, right. like, like like a yeah. host of a fucking yeah time show you know what I'm saying and then she meets this woman and this woman is like nah fuck that like you yeah. know what I'm saying? like I'm not she about really to just checks tell you. her yeah yeah I'm not about to just tell you what happened with this kid's life. you know what I mean like you know what I mean but we do get into the actual story because uh, she interviews a a, a a white woman who was one of their friends um, actually she was more oh, specifically yeah. Marissa's friend and that's yeah, where you get the, the story of. Yeah, they stayed the night. She because Marissa was a cheerleader. This was she was part of these. She had the cheerleader girls go over. They had Dre stay in the attic because they were like, yo, she's fucking, you know, whatever. Like, you stay in the attic. This is for Marissa. She comes down, and I guess she doesn't like 
what the girl's doing to Marissa. So she attacks her, ends up like fucking stabbing, like cutting her neck, basically, right? Stabbing her. And that's that was the incident that made the Jacksons be like, all right, like, we got to get rid of her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She just stabbed this yeah. random white girl in her house. Uh, you know, brought a, probably brought a lot of uh, issues and shit. So they got rid of her at that point. Um, and you get the full sort of boom. And you have this picture of her, liter- a literal picture of her uh, at the end of the episode. Like I said, that mugshot, which prepares you for the final episode when we see her, which is she's yeah. completely transformed now. She looks like Manny Fresh. She got the fresh taper. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. You know, we forgot to talk about that moment at the end of episode three. Hmm where they're at the cafeteria um is that episode three or is that episode two? Oh, you mean when she no no you need to talk about with the with the girl that she used to work with yeah yeah what that is when she that? comes back to houston so that's episode that's episode five right girl by is that episode five? I, it might it might who knows it's not yeah it's one of those episodes because she's back but... in houston and she sees old girl and then she's like, oh, yeah, the, 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 what she, when she basically lies to her about like, like what she was doing, like, yeah. after, after Marissa's death, she's like, I gotta, I met, I met Nyjah's mom, and Nyjah's mom <laughs> loved me so much. She said, I reminded her of Nyjah. And then I got to do Nyjah's mom's makeup, and now I do her makeup full time. It was like, yeah. it's like, you're like, and she's like bawling, crying, like tears coming happened. down her like, eyes. She believes this shit. Yo, you know? man, when you said, when you said Pearl, this is the Pearl moment right here. Cause there's yeah, a, there's a monologue. That's true. There's yeah. a monologue in Pearl, which is probably the best moment in Pearl, even though Pearl's ridiculous. Um, it's when um, we listen to uh, Mia Goth have this long monologue where she's like talking and you're like, and she just completely sells it. And you're like, Oh, this bitch is like on one. But, yeah. and, and then like, it's really the, the, the standout moment of the movie. Cause like, she it could be really bad like that that whole everything that she said and that whole dialogue could be delivered really bad uh but she manages to like she manages to make it believable within the world of pearl yeah. um, and in yeah. this moment like it's very similar where it's like she's saying this shit um and you're just like wow like she's fucking nuts like yeah <laughs> like yeah. like she's lying and like straight up lying sociopath uh completely telling the story but but you get it in the in her mind. This is her fantasy, like this is some shit she probably thought about all the time, over you know, and over. She's lived yeah. this, like so it is real to her because she's lived this fucking fantasy in her mind so much that when she she relays it to the girl, uh, you're like, and you find out that like she got pregnant and like um by like Khalid's brother <laughs> and some shit like it was, which is funny and and and, and like she says I, I didn't put on weight but she was already big she was already a yeah. BBW. she was already beat shout out to my bbws uh shout she was already a bbw before you like you look absolutely no different um and then but well, oh the moment that i we didn't say though is she shows her the tattoo that she has of marissa on her chest oh yeah that <laughs> was you saw, like shit. that was funny as hell and then you saw like uh, dre's face like bit what the fuck like what what you the right to like, yeah. how dare you have her on my you know what i'm saying like it, it's pretty it's a, again there's like a nice there's nice touches so many things that you can there say about nice touches yeah nice touches throughout like we're not even like by the time we're done talking about this there's still plenty more for people to go yeah through. just like yeah it's just it's there's a lot of stuff in there um but yeah that was a very that's a very glad you brought that moment up grant because that is a very uh it's a very it's a highlight of, of of the show for sure and it's also a moment where you just it really puts on display 
the 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 uh, sociopathy, yeah, of, of Dre and just like how fucking like unhinged she really is, like you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, but then we get we get to the final episode where she's in Atlanta. Um, she's now a a full on like stud where she's dressing she's in men's clothes. Stud, yeah, she's got the she's got the the fresh. Uh, yeah, you said Manny fresh. Yeah, yeah, you got the fresh razor line with the baby fro, all crispied up. You're like, what the fuck? And yeah. Then, <laughs> and then she see she's standing out outside at like a club by a car, which we we end up knowing she's still she's living in. We don't know that yet. Yeah. She's stolen from somebody. Um, and she's looking at this girl who looks a lot like Marissa. Um, and I mean, she definitely looks. I think she's she she looks. But she's she's put it this way. They don't look exactly the same, but they're close enough to yeah. where you get like, oh, she sees Marissa in her. You know what I'm saying? She's, in the, yeah. she's like a red bone, like a black, black girl, similar kind of like, uh, what do you call it? Like similar kind of attitude. Um, yeah. And so she becomes this becomes her new sort of like girlfriend. Um yeah, yeah, it's just very interesting how that whole relationship plays out too. Because she ends up taking her home to meet the family. They embrace her. She has like a nice family. Yeah, the family's super well off. Yeah, know. they're they're again a very mirrors Marissa's family. Again, yeah, family of Blackfoot. They take her in. Same kind of thing, welcoming her in. Um, and ultimately, we know that this is going to end badly, and it fucking does, bro. Um, yeah. <laughs> it ends really fucking badly. We because they they we we understand like that like. Mar- um, not Marissa, but but uh, I'm, I'm blinking on the his new girl. The new girl, her new girlfriend, um, Dre's new girlfriend. It's basically they moved in together. Um, again, she just has. Um, I, I, it makes me question like Dre's girlfriend's like uh, ability to sort of like uh, assess people. Like you know, I mean, you got yeah. Bad, I thought about that too. I like, why like... are you deciding to be with Oof. this this person? Like, this person is clearly like fuck a red flag there's fucking like giant like blinking fucking signs <laughs> like yeah there's, there's a lot of sign- yeah. danger this is not someone you you want to be uh in a fucking committed relationship with let alone be around probably because this is not a uh this is not a person who is uh, uh in any way, way whatsoever on um like moving or operating as if they are uh a normal person be like more like a person who's on the run which she is you know what I'm saying like yeah like, you know what i'm saying she's yeah. like how did you like where'd you get this car from you know what i mean like because yeah. there's a moment where she re like she actually hits on her like that's outside the club and she's like because she she's trying she's with a drunk friend right and the friend's drunk as fuck and they're trying to get an uber and they can't get the uber and she's like i can take y'all home and she just looks at her like what bitch whatever you know what i'm saying and then yeah. but she ends up like taking her up on her offer like she's like all right fuck it I'm, we, we can go home so she brings her and her friend back to her place her friend is drunk out of her fucking mind um there's a funny moment where her friend like breaks her nose or some shit yeah <laughs> yeah like she fucks and falls in the bathtub or whatever it's just it's her white friend right um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like a roommate or whatever yeah roommate. um and so that's how they sort of are introduced and then like she gets she ends up getting a number right because she ends up like kind of like like actually kind of seems to have some sort of like attraction to dre um but dre doesn't call her apparently because dre goes into a starbucks or some sort of coffee style shop that's like a starbucks 
And she's, she's like about to get a cupcake and dude's like, you got to pay for that. <laughs> uh, and then she's like calls to her like, Hey, you didn't call me. And she turns around and it's, and it's her, and it's her. Um, and, and then like at the same, the reason that she ducks off though, into the, uh, into the coffee shop is because she sees cops digging through her, 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 her stolen car. Right. That's what it was, was like, she's like, it's an, it's another day. And she's like walking down the, I think is she walking out, she might be walking out of barbershop, might've just got the fresh lineup. Yeah. I think it's just like a normal, she's walking to her car and there's all these damn cops. All these damn Atlanta cops is like throwing shit out of her car. Cause she, we've already established, they show a moment of her sleeping in the back and all that shit after she drops old girl off. Um, and like, she's like, fuck. So she sees all the cops. So she immediately like, he's like, all right, ducks around the corner and goes into like the fucking the coffee shop that's right there. Um, and that's when she runs back into her because, you know, it's a small world. And uh, that's when they reconnect. And that's when their whole sort of relationship actually starts and kicks off. And then you start to get like quick glimpses. It does The story doesn't really waste time. Um, it's another thing I pr- appreciate about it. It's only seven episodes. And these episodes, much like Atlanta, they clock in around like 30 plus minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Not, never overstays it's like 35 its welcome. minutes yeah, yeah it was like perfect like yeah it never overstays you know. its welcome swarm definitely doesn't overstay as welcome as a show so it's one of those shows that you can burn through fairly quickly it won't take you long to watch none of this shit um uh like i said i watched the fucking show and like i feel like i, I watched it in like two sittings i feel like like uh, yeah, first of all i think i watched, I watched it in the same week like i watch a couple episodes a night yeah i watched like three the first three and then I was like, hmm, I guess I will And then the next day, I think I just watched the rest. I got to like the second, I got to like episode six and I was like, I'm just going to finish this. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, so I like watched it in like two sittings um, and it's fucking fairly, it goes down fairly easy. It's not like one of those yeah. hard watches. Um, even though the tone is like very like, yo, I don't know how to feel about some of this shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, because I mean, there is a, there is going to be uh, people who who look at sort of, some of the sort of decisions made and and question like uh why certain things were depicted and in terms of like there's there is some weird sort of like uh new blackish racial kind of uh i don't know i don't want to say the term racial politics but i feel that kind of fits it that are there but they're not like overt and it didn't didn't take me out like some of these uh, like most of these sort of like shows now that are sort of like again i define as new black shows um it's not like that. Like the, a lot of those shows annoy the fuck out of me. Um, this one the same, same. Yeah, it it takes me out of it. I'm just yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so this didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I have to say that. Like, despite all of that shit, I felt like if that shit is there, it's not really for. It's not foregrounded. It's not like important. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not really. They're not going out of their way to be like, yo, this is some. You know, they don't do that. It, if if anything, it feels like the show's sort of. Uh, the entertainment va- the entertainment factor are this are just like the show's overall vibe is more important yeah the- i think i think like you said it's not preachy really yeah, at yeah. any moment which is a problem when it comes to like shows nowadays when it, anything that's has like let a uh, black people or let alone a, a female a female lead but let that female lead be a female lead of color of any, you know, like it would definitely be like most like they, that show uh, Velma. Yeah. It would be some weird shit. Like they would be like doing weird shit for, and you'd be like, hey, what is this? Like, what are you doing? You know, it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't really fall into those traps, even though at moments you like, 
you thinking it go it does it is going to but it actually doesn't it actually every time yeah. you think it, it's about to go there it kind of like doesn't really do it kind of like yeah whatever we're just moving on we're, she killed somebody or you know yeah. what I mean? it doesn't really <laughs> doesn't really fall into that trap at least it didn't for me you know no not for me either yeah because i there's a few times i was like please don't go down this hole <laughs> or this path but then right, it was like right. oh this is just funny or oh this makes you think okay let's move on you know yeah yeah so it, i again like for those who i don't know man i i really don't know i i feel like i have a very particular kind of a taste so like i don't know like I feel like this is a show that is going. It it it's going to have its 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 fans and it's going to have its detractors. And I made that's yeah. probably a, it's probably a glib thing to say, like, oh, a show has people that like it, <laughs> and people that don't like it. But but <laughs> uh, but 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 for real though, I feel like it is a show that's probably going to. Um, I feel like the 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 uh, awareness of it is sort of like trickling out now. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, I feel like when it first dropped no one was really talking about it then after i finished watching it maybe like last week i looked on twitter and there's a lot more people saw people calling dre autistic Hmm. and i was like autism doesn't really make you (laughs) you're not a very good yeah psychologist here right right i feel like i feel like the tendency for people to uh to do that now is very like it's on the spectrum i mean i even had yeah it's on the spectrum yeah i mean like there are there are definitely characters and stuff where i'm like is this person on the spectrum because they seem a little childish or like very like i don't know like have a certain kind of demeanor or mind i didn't get that from her like she's awkward and strange but she's a fucking again sociopath yeah definitely either sociopath psychopath that doesn't mean she's on the spectrum you know what i'm saying yeah 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 i I feel like it's again that's that's like there but there's some wild conversations out there like like you said new black twitter has gotten a hold of it Mm -hmm. seeing some people being like i don't know i don't like their portrayal of certain things in this show (laughs) and it's like oh you know her murdering people i'm sure you weren't yeah yeah people again there's this weird there's a weird uh there's just weird attitudes about things now when it comes to like art like it's weird because i feel like maybe it's 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 interesting that like there's a resurgence of catholicism yeah um and i feel like that's not a coincidence uh with sort of a, a lot of the newer attitudes um a lot of people have like it's like we've almost sort of like in in the push for uh in the push for shallow uh inclusion um and sort of the uh overall sort of uh i don't know idea of diversity um they like to frame it as like progressive and like as if as if we've like we need to have more different people of different uh backgrounds and yeah uh, ethnicities and sexual orientations depicted on screen but then it's like simultaneously they'll be like you're not they shouldn't do this this shouldn't yeah. exist it's like what what do you like what how do you hold like how do you hold yeah, you those really two thoughts together like you yeah. know what I mean? like, like there'll be a lot yeah, of people that have those portray this girl this way right this they'll, guy, be, this they'll way. be pushing for like this needs to be like a show that has a trans person doing you know and showing sexuality but then they're like actually no sex actually it's like wait a minute hold up you're pushing for a a person's like a lot of the like when it comes to like showing depicting um people uh who are 
part of like the LGBTQ community, right? You're talking about someone's sexual orientation here. Yeah. But yet you're anti depiction of sex. I don't get like I just do, it doesn't make these people make yeah, it's no very sense. Weird. They, yeah. they make no they make no sense. Or or they will be like they'll be cool with that. I've said this before in other episodes. They'll be cool with the depiction. They'll they'll be like actually no, you can show uh you know two gay people having sex explicitly, but you can't show uh they'll have an issue with like a, a traditional sort of like cis yeah just people have a straight you can't have a straight man and a straight woman having fucking in any sort of way they're like it's it's objectification of women it's massage as if like a man and a woman having sex is inherently misogynist but to these people they're very they have very childlike understanding of everything like everything has to be distilled down to some sort of simplistic binary which doesn't actually fit and actually doesn't um work in the real world you yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, there's nuance yeah fuck that is the, yeah they nuance is not a thing yeah you know, <laughs> new fuck nuance they're not talking about you know they're, they're, like, they're not even thinking you know so it's like it's weird like that a lot of people have gotten to this point um i feel like everything that comes out now um there's a lot of less there's a lot less uh there's a lot less room like again like people got mad about like sex being in movies like that's weird like yeah yeah people get mad about this shit all the time like it's weird that there's like boobs and shit and it's like no it's not you're weird like it's yeah. not weird you're weird because you're a fucking i don't know if you're an adult because who knows people are adult yeah, so I, I hate that whole those threads on twitter even the writing community where i don't like sex and then them I'm not gonna say the person. There's one person who incel, says she's asexual, shit, but got a kid and a husband. And I'm like, how that? <laughs> how how that kid come? How, right? To how life? you? Ace, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Though these people are fucking. You know, like they talk about. We talk about Dre being crazy. You know, there's people that are crazy as her, but they just don't murder That's people. True. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like they have a level of like uh fucking psychopathy themselves, <laughs> where they you're just do, like, yeah. they're like, what are you talking about? Like it doesn't it doesn't square like it really doesn't yeah i just i i I don't even know how to at this point it's like it's become like a running joke it's like where you're just like okay like let's watch how like these people sort of like misinterpret everything and are 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 engaged in sort of like some weird like almost fascist kind of uh i don't just straight up it is it feels fascist the way these people like want art to be sort of like safe and completely void of anything controversial you know what i'm saying it's like how how are you any different from those people that used to burn books like i said or how are you any are, are, are the people who used to like you know throw the rap cds and fucking run them yeah. over with steamroller and fucking do all the shit like how are you any different like you're not like yeah they're you're really fucking not. exact you're saying the same shit like you know what i'm saying you're saying like it's not okay that this is uh this art exists you know what i'm saying like and it's like i don't know i don't i don't i don't think yeah, I don't think you're I don't think you're an adult like I think you're a baby like you know what I mean like <laughs> I, 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 I think you're a baby like an overgrown baby because it's like one of those things where you just you sit back and you're like okay so so what do you want like you want you just want everything to be sterile and sanitized and safe okay that's you're weak like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, the world doesn't work. I'm sorry, but the world doesn't work that way. Like, 
I'm not sitting here saying like, I'm not trying to get no pull yourself up by the I'm not one of those bootstrap narrative people either. I'm not right. trying to say like, no, 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 no. This is different. Like this is like these are like basic skills or, or like survival sort of uh, uh, things that there are, are basic necessities and requirements for a human being to function and survive in the world that you live in. Like and part of that is is the ability to sort of uh, not have emotional meltdowns and reactions to every little thing that doesn't fit within sort of your own sort of personal, um, uh, your, whatever your personal taste is or preference to things that are just like, again, like whether, 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 whether or not this is the depicts violence or, or portrays, uh, certain people who you deem as, uh, part of a certain group that, you know, like if you, if you don't like the way that, that, that person of that group is being depicted, um, it's still fairly uh, insignificant when it comes to sort of uh, addressing any sort of actual, the things that they these people claim to care about, like they don't care about real shit. They don't care about the things that are actually affecting the lives of the people they claim to speak out about. Like, you know, the material conditions of these people that they talk about, they, they're so worried about that this art, this fucking show or this fucking movie or whatever it's like in their, in their opinion like that's doing something yeah right? and, and yeah. i'm like no it's not you stopping this is not doing something <laughs> like you know what i'm saying if anything that's a proof of like an ineffective society or like some somehow like the world that we live in where people feel so powerless that like the only thing they think they could do is like just uh we need a fucking we need, we need a, a a a black gay velma <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying? or some weird shit like that like they think that that's they think that that's actually doing something um when it's not it's not doing anything like it's doing nothing like yeah literally nothing I've, i i harp about this all the time because like i feel like as as a society we 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 place so much stock in symbols and symbolism and it's like bro like what about like material shit like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a symbol's yeah. all good and shit. Like, we got, at this point now in 2023, we got symbols for days, bro. We do, for we everything. We got motherfuckers of, like, everything. You got an Eskimo, a fucking, a fucking paraplegic Eskimo comic book. What the fuck, you know, or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever group you can even, find almost You can find any, like, any everything. sort of, like, group. You could, like, stack the fucking identities on top. Like, and you can find, like, oh, this, it's a gay person with that's also trans that's also neurodivergent neurodivergent that's also fill in the you know fill in the fucking bingo card and you can find some shit that fits that right but yet we've got that but like what about people's lives though like you know what i'm saying so it's like they don't understand the futility in this shit like they don't get the like this shit is not actually making any sort of actual progress like that they that they believe it is like you know what i'm saying this idea that like they're planning a symbol like like as if like oh like if i see if i grow up seeing black panther then i think that i can become whatever it's like bro come on like grow up. that's a that's a child <laughs> shit like it's okay for kids to think that but you're not yeah child, that's bro. like yeah it's like cool you see some good representation in a movie or show right growing up but not when you're representation what about the other r word what about reparations dog (laughs) they'd be like no you can't do that you know what i'm saying like like, that's the type of shit that they should be caring about 
Fuck this representation, yeah. bro. Let's talk about reparations and shit like that. Like, I that's some shit I could get on board with where I'm like, yeah, yeah you're actually pushing, on board with that you're actually too, pushing yeah. for some shit that would like actually significantly like change things, change yeah. things for people, like in a way that's like, yeah, but you can't actually do that because I actually would actually do that, and people would fucking have issues with that. And and and, and yeah, it's like fuck this, bro. Like, so like if you have a problem with shows like The Swarm or whatever, bro, like I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, don't watch yeah. it. Yeah, it's like just don't. I, I feel like if you don't like horror, you don't like a serial killer. Don't watch this shit. Like, right. This weird. There's these weird things too about consent, right? They'd be like, I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't have. You didn't. I don't have consent to like. You do have. You picked up a book. You watched it. You watched That's a, a movie. Those arguments are That's so a crazy choice, bro. That is a. I choice. didn't give my consent to watch people have sex on this, right. like. Yes, you did. Like, if right. you go watch some porn online, you're, you know what you're getting into. Like, like that argument doesn't work in the real world anywhere. It bro. really like, doesn't. Yeah. You can't no be like, to... you can't be like a cop pulls you over and you drunk, right? And you be like, you tell the cop, yes, officer, I am drunk. But when I bought this beer, I did not give Budweiser the consent for me to be this fucking drunk. They took advantage of me. You can't do that. You can't. Yeah, that, like, that is you how they, about? Like, they move. You know what I'm yeah. like, the same yeah. thing is like you actively paid a ticket, watch this fucking movie, and then talking about I don't have the consent. Did you fucking read? Did you look? They have fucking. Yeah, did you watch the trailer? Did you watch like, the trailer? Did you know the MPA rated? You know who the R. director It says is. on the thing, it says rated R has contained sexual depiction. It'll say that shit on yeah, it. Yeah, it tells you. Like this shit says TVMA or the book, even a book, like it's, right. a, it's a horror, but yeah. it'll, be, it'll be like yeah. this is an extreme horror. Like, bro, like, I don't understand these people. Like, there's this, again, they're chi- it's childish, bro. Again, it's childish. And again, I've said this before, which is like when, we, when we're at peak uh, cape shit in terms of like when we've been inundated with nothing but ch- children's comic books that have been turned into movies. Because these are children. If a hero, like, yes, not all comics are for children for sure. But the the big ones, like they're they're children shit. These like fucking yeah. Spider Mans and all this shit, like it's baby shit. And when this becomes like the the main uh, the main sort of in a form of entertainment, when it comes to like people, the biggest the biggest shit ever. Like you got to start wondering like why is this shit catered towards adults as more than more than it is the kids? Uh, it's because these these we have a bunch of fucking adult babies. And like it's reflective in everything. Like these motherfuckers are like babies, bro. Like, like yeah, what you can't what even have. They a, say you, they're like inf- infantilized. It's infantilization culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I say this. I spoke about this plenty of times. Probably every podcast I've ever done in my life. Like I feel like I've always talked about infantilization because it's present everywhere, and it's like weird because it's like don't they understand it? Like you can't even you can't begin to have any sort of constructive sort of. Uh, anything like you can't have a constructive conversation you can't have an an instructive uh uh uh, instructive but a constructive you can't have a constructive moving forward to do anything like that's actually beneficial if you're have a a baby like if you have this sort of overgrown adult baby mentality because these people will just talk and like it's like we can't get anywhere. We can't progress because you're so you can't like grow up for five seconds and actually look at this uh, with some fucking actual like clearly and not like 
through the fucking whatever emotional bullshit that you're going through because whatever shit happened to you when you're 12, it's like, dude, you're 45. You're 30, whatever. Like, I got shit. We all got shit. I mean, I yeah. say that ironically. I say that ironically when we're talking about a show where a girl has childhood trauma that's affected her and she kills people as an adult. But that's what yeah. I'm saying, though. Like, like you want to be like her? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, 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 I think we could all agree that her reactions to shit is probably the best way to go about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, not um, at all. Yeah. I mean, and and again, like, I don't want to get into sort of the victim discourse and be like, but like, you know, are we looking at her as a victim or are we looking at her as, you know, like what? Like, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, the, 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 the movie, I mean, the, 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 uh, the, 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 uh, uh, I'm trying to think where were we at? We were at, we were at episode seven. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we find her back with her new girl. Um, like I said before, she's, she turned into Manny Fresh. She's kind of smooth, laid back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's got a little bit of a, a, a swag to her. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "What she develop swag?" You know, uh, it's kind of funny. Um, I don't know. Did what did you think of her performance as a stud? Like, I feel like, I feel like, uh, uh, I feel like, I don't know. I think, I think she was pretty, pretty good. I mean, I feel like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't really that hip to, uh, to uh, the actress. Uh, before this i don't even know i don't even know me either um but a few people said i've said on twitter they're like she deserves her flowers and all this shit from i don't remember what she's but i guess she's been acting pretty well in a lot of shit yeah dominique Um, fishback i mean first of all her name is fishback which is fishback you know but she did do a good job as a stud i've you know had some friends as studs and yeah, I know. I know, know. a couple studs. I know. I know a few studs. I mean, I know my yeah. fair share studs. I mean, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know. It, uh, I'm trying to think. Like, I really do think that she, her performance, is 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 very good. Yeah. Uh, I just don't. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm just wondering why. Like, what she's been in. I'm trying to look and see what she's been in before because, I mean, I I haven't. She doesn't. I haven't seen her in anything, but again, yeah, I didn't recognize her either. Yeah, that's not because um, of anything. I mean, it's just more about me, and my viewing habits. More yeah, so I was about to say both of us have similar viewing habits. Yeah, there's certain movies I'm not gonna watch. Right, it she's, doesn't matter who's in it. Yeah, know? I just think she's in the type of stuff that probably previously that I just wouldn't watch. Yeah. Okay, she's 32 years old. Okay, let's see. Wait a minute. She was in Judas and the Black Messiah. I did see that. Oh, she played. Uh, did she play a uh, fucking? Uh, I haven't Home seen Judas. Oh, well, she on. played. Home no, Home. I didn't see Judas. And she the played. Black uh, 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 what's his name's girl? I think. Uh, yeah, that's that's. She did look familiar. You're right. She was in that. She was in Judas and the Black Messiah. That's the one thing I definitely saw her in. Um, she's also been in the Deuce, which I never. That's an HBO show I wanted to watch about. Yeah, I haven't seen. Born in the Forty Second Street. I mean, she's been in, so. I mean, she has been in stuff I would watch. I didn't. I would never watch the Hate You Give. Uh, <laughs> she's in the new Transformers. I'm not going to watch that, but she's in that one. Okay. She's in the uh, the Last Days of Ptolemy Gray. I haven't watched that, but that's based on the fucking what's his name's book. Um, 
what's my dude that wrote uh devil in the blue dress uh why am i blinking on his name right now? oh um uh, i know who you're talking about too at, yeah let me look at my wall walter mosley yeah uh, <laughs> walter mosley that's a that's oh gee oh gee shout out to walter mosley uh uh Mad props to Walter Mosley. Yeah, but that's all Star Simulator. So she's in Power, uh, Power, but a Project Power. I've never watched that. That looks okay. Really I was about to say I've seen. I've that's the Jamie Foxx movie. Power. No, that's not Power, Project Power, Project Power. Project, Project Power. It's like that Jamie. Foxx oh movie. yeah, they had that on like Netflix. Netflix. Or yeah, she like looked. Yeah, I, I skipped over that. Yeah, know. she looked horrible. But I mean, so she's not in a bunch of bad shit. So she's 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 just she's been in some stuff. Uh, but this is pretty much for me the role that I really, obviously clearly recognized her in a different way um but yeah judas and the black messiah now that i saw that i'm like yeah i do remember her in that but the performance is just so different you know what i mean and and this performance specifically is just so different and she's able to sort of be a chameleon um and shift and go back and forth in in, in a way that's that's pretty impressive i think i think uh it'd be interesting to see if she's actually uh rewarded in any sort of way yeah and i don't i don't mean even i mean i don't well i mean even literal awards but like in general like some bigger roles yeah bigger roles or or you know notoriety or acclaim critically or whatnot it's interesting because i can't quite tell uh i don't even know how this series is really being uh i don't know about how it's being received uh yeah it's kind of it was hard for me to tell even just searching the hashtag it was kind of like you know kind of like what you said some people like it some people hate it some people love it but i haven't seen like a consensus like this is that shit or i hate it you know yeah so maybe it does just need more time for i feel like the words getting around you know yeah it's nice it's definitely one of those it actually is a word of mouth show i think um i, I really think because i feel like the way it came out it felt like it just kind of appeared yeah like, like I, I first the first thing i saw was the scene of uh chloe bailey getting getting the back same back, and i was like what yeah. the fuck is this bro and then i looked in and i was like oh this is a short okay i'm like huh and then i was like oh this is like i didn't even realize when i started watching it that it was donald glover at first like until like i think the end of the episode and i was like oh shit oh wow and i was like oh this is done because i didn't i it was completely just yeah it wasn't really like promoted i kind of saw it randomly with chloe you know back shots and then i looked it up and it was like oh donald glover and neighbors so i i i i think i texted a friend of mine like yo what is this bro and and then he started laughing and he was like yo that's swarm i'm like okay whatever and like uh then it popped up on my amazon prime and i was like i'm gonna fucking watch this let me just see what the fuck this is boom and i didn't even i just went i just clicked play and then started going and i was like oh oh, okay 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 and then i was like oh then i finally was like then i looked at after the first episode i looked in a little bit too and i was like all right let me keep going then i just watched the second two uh the second and third episode and then I was like, all right, I think I'm gonna finish this shit. So, uh, and then by the end, I was finishing, and I was like, oh, actually, I, I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, yeah, I thought it was like low uh, key, uh, underrated, even though it's not. Same, same. I can, I can see what you're saying. I definitely feel like it's underrated. You know, um, definitely like that. Donald Glover brought in a lot of uh, black women to write a lot of episodes and direct so 
literally co-creator i show you know with with one i mean janine neighbors is i've heard her speak um like i said she's from houston um black lady um definitely definitely uh i like that it this is uh what's what's the i like this is another thing i noticed after every episode i was paying attention to this there's no episodes no none of the episodes let me let me share my screen again real quick none of the episodes that i saw were actually uh directed by uh what's his name hero yeah i actually thought about that too where i was like oh there's no hero here yeah isn't i'm trying to remember atlanta he because he's directed a lot of atlanta yeah atlanta he did a lot of uh childish gambino's music videos yeah he did Um, this is this is america yeah yeah, and there's another music video. It was like love songs where uh was well, kind of like a little bit horror-esque. There's a couple of those. Um, Hero Mariah. Yeah. There's no, yeah. there's no Hero Mariah is not directing any of these episodes. None of them. In fact, looked like they got a lot of like actual black directors too. Yeah, um, I think it's all black. You know. Yeah, so it's one of those things where it's like. As much as as much as people wanted to completely credit uh, Hero Mirai for sort of Donald Glover in Atlanta, um, I think I think this show kind of proves that. No, like sh- I mean, shout out to him, and I'm you know he's a good director, but yeah, I mean, but no, <laughs> like you know, yeah. know, like like this aesthetic, this tone, a lot of this is all. It's pretty much it's Glover. It's not like it's you Glover, know, yeah. I mean, he's the component. He's the, he's the component to it that that clearly is the reason that the show has that sort of this you know whether you like it or not. Um, this sort of tone, this sort of aesthetic, um, uh, I, which I was again, I was surprised. I was expecting to see Hero's name pop up. Yeah, I was he, expecting too, and I was like, "Where where's Hero at?" You know, nah, but not a, yeah, I mean, I seen I seen Stephen Glover pop up, Donald Glover. Yeah. Show. Yeah. brother i know he works with him and does a lot of shit like him mean, he's obviously worked on atlanta and done other shit um yeah i think he was in royalty um the fucking oh rapper. yeah 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 he was rapping on there yeah um yeah i kind of wish that uh donald glover would uh I don't. I don't even know what I wish Donald Glover would do. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, I get what you're saying. Though I do want more from Donald Glover. I, I want mean, him I, to release. I was more. interested in like I was interested in his like music career, but now I'm kind of like I don't even like I don't know like I don't even know if I am anymore. Honestly, I mean, no, it's the same. You know, you're making a good point because it's like I was really interested in his music career for a period yeah, of time. I was too. And now I'm just And then like, when I heard he was doing TV, I was kind of like, oh, that means he's not really going to be doing music like that. Mm-hmm. And then once I saw Atlanta, I was like, oh, well, maybe he could just do what he wants. And yeah, I would know. rather I would rather him sort of uh use his which he has been, um, sort of use his his position or you know to sort of uh just uh do whatever he feels inspired to do yeah you know um i feel like that that that's gonna that that has been sort of what he's it seems like that's what he's been doing yeah for several years now and i feel like that's just i think he should just continue to just whatever if you're same if he's inspired same. to do 
if that's a movie, if that's a show, if that's a fucking album, then okay, whatever. Then just do that. I would rather him do that than take some fucking, you know, him to do another fucking uh, Star Wars movie or whatever the fuck. I get it. He's got to pay the bills. I'm sure he took. Yeah, that's a huge role. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, money to, to pay the bills. And I can understand if they make, you know, I wouldn't be against them actually making that community movie, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> I'm kind of off of uh, Dan Harmon in general. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know. Like Harmontown is weird. Like, is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. I mean, I haven't really heard about anything Harmontown. else. I mean, he had that podcast forever called Harmontown, and I just don't Oh, I didn't I know he had I don't a podcast. Care. Yeah, it's been I don't Yeah, know. I don't really care about I don't give a fuck about him Dan like Harmon. that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, fuck Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, I don't, I mean, honestly, I don't care. I but I literally don't care about Dan Harmon. Like, um yeah. I don't care about his story circle. Like uh I tried it one time. It's was stupid. he he was the one who did that story, the story circle? circle yeah, oh yeah. And I was yeah, like, you know what? This yeah. is a formula. This is this is when yeah, I think this is a yeah, formula. I think I was gonna sit down one day and I was like, no, this doesn't feel right, you know. Yeah, like what like what the fuck? Like I don't know. So it's like if it's community, it's like Dan Harmon, it's like whatever like i feel like donald glover should never do anything with him again like <laughs> like i really well, i'll just say i'll try to think about past shit like to wrap up a loose end you know um but nothing beyond that but i've never so. been a big community head i've always been fake about it like people like community i'm like yeah community i'm like Nigga, i ain't probably watched like you know for the one or two I'm, episodes I know we're very life. similar for the longest time i was like i don't really fuck with comedies like that i've and never watched a whole episode I, of the office in my yeah, life yeah wa- i've never watched a whole episode <laughs> I, I hate when people are like someone try to tell me i saw one of my ex try to tell me i saw the office and i was like i have never seen the office i would remember never i've been never. in a room i've been in the room with people watching it and like my kids yeah i've done like that. that too i've walked in a room you know but, but i have finished community i thought it was pretty fucking funny yeah. um you know i thought but... community looked looked like it would be something more entertaining than the office to me but i've you know, I've never seen the office, so I can't quote, but I feel like community is more entertaining than I've literally been in rooms and watched scenes from the office, and I'm like, this shit is not for me. Same. I've seen like, scenes like, and people are like dying, and I'm like like I don't give a fuck about Dunder no. Mifflin. I don't care about none of this shit, bro. Like, yeah, like I don't like the office. Like what I mean by that, I, is, don't, like, I don't like working in an office. <laughs> like I don't, I don't need this in my house, though. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't miss that type of environment. Like you go, if I'm in that environment, it's because I'm there to get a paycheck, and it's like, and I get it. I guess it helps people. It's like I guess why people like the bear, right? It's like yeah, like yeah I can't stand work. the bear. Yeah, I can't. You know? I, I can never watch it again. Never will. Never watch an episode. Never will. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I I jump ship after a while. It's I was weird. like, yeah, Chicago. Yeah, it's, it's weird because um i don't like i don't i don't know it's weird like i don't people use certain shows as like uh what's the word like 
not it's the opposite of escapism um where it's like oh, it's almost like a cathartic right or it's like some way for them to sort of like the show has to mirror their lives in some cor- in sort of weird way yeah like, you know what I'm like that's why people like who are like i, I worked I worked for years in the service industry and the bears that are like, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't need that. Like, honestly, I don't really like stuff about writing. Like, um, yeah, unless it's just really, unless it's just really good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's just really, it just happens to be about writing and it's really good. It's the same thing when you watch a movie that's about making movies where it's like, if it's about making movies and it's, and it's really good, then I fuck, but chances are, if it's about making movies, that's not going to make me want to watch it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't need, to like have whatever the things I'm into reflected back to me. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I liked one cut of the dead, one cut of the dead, I think was cool. Um, it is, a, it is one of those movies that is about movie making in a way that I felt like was interesting though. And it was yeah. like, yeah, this is cool. It's like, kind of like, kind of shows you in a weird, interesting kind of new way, what that's like. And it's also entertaining and a fun story and is tell is told in a way that's different. So it's like, all right, then I fucked with it on that level, but like I didn't fuck with it because it's about that. Yeah. I just fucked with it. it just happened to be about that. Um, and they did it in a way that was actually uh I found enjoyable. But I'm not trying, I'm not running around seeing, okay, what's the next movie about making movies? People are weird, bro. Like people they really, are weird, yeah. People really want things to be. I don't know. People really, really want to see themselves um, on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I, again, on some level, I understand it on some level, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't feel, I don't feel like that should be your primary uh, reason for, for seeing shit. If anything, you should be wanting to see things that aren't like you, you know, yeah, what I'm they're like, different. That, new... that should be more interesting to you. Like, wow, this is not like me at all. Like, Huh, let me like let me like check this out let me like look into this world like that's why it's like when people go see some shit like avatar i i still haven't seen avatar too but like and i haven't seen on, number two on one level i'm like you're entering a world that's not you're entering to a that's world. true yeah you know what i'm yeah. saying like whether it's good or whether you like it or not it's beside the point but i can at least understand people going to see a movie like that on that basis where it's like no this i'm going to a new world like you know it's like the marvel movies i mean they're not even that like they're just like i'm going to watch people pl- jump around on the you know like, i don't know it's just weird like i don't know like i just I fucking yeah i mean i get because i fuck with comics i read comics too I fuck, and i, I like comics, but, yeah. shit but the movies just don't really appeal to me like that it just feels i don't know i guess those feel formulaic to me oh yeah you know, for sure like those i'm most- getting these mediocre cookies yeah straight up cookie cutter bullshit where it's like they're they're on what is it 30 it's like the 36th movie or something or 38 yeah like it's literally assembly line like fucking niggas in front of a green screen like you know what i'm saying really yeah i don't care bro like like i don't care bro but again it's like a disney adult like if you're a marvel you know how the disney people make fun of disney adult. no i know but like yeah. if you're a marvel fan you're a disney adult too you know that right because disney literally owns marvel and it's fucking yeah. adult baby shit so you're still a disney adult you think that you're not but you really are there's a lot of disney adults out there that we just have to like literally um execute like in a lot <laughs> yeah we need to take joseph stalin's approach <laughs> I'll say just throw them in a boxing and ring or something that would 
no I'm, I'm i'm kidding i'm kidding yeah. i know a lot of people that like marvel movies it's fine like I, it's not fine but it is like it, you're not yeah hurting. you like, can like what you like yeah like what you like love hate what you hate that's another thing like i'm a, i'm always i'm always big on that like people be like let people like things like you know what i mean like shut the fuck up bro like like don't you understand that like in order i've said this before too which is like in order for you to have uh, a sense of what is quality what is good what is uh what is fucking cutting edge or whatever you have to have things to con- contrast it against so yeah. if everything is great then it flattens everything out like if that's the only acceptable uh shit that you're allowed to talk about art the only way that it's acceptable to talk about something is that if you can only talk about it if, it, if it's through the lens of it being super good and your love for it then, then you're never then the, the criticism is dead like uh fuck criticism critical analysis is dead you can't analyze shit you know like again you, can't, you morals right morals get thrown out the window at that yeah. point. because you what is what is morally right if you have no nothing to contrast what's morally bad against you know what i'm saying it's yin yin the yin, yeah. yin, yin and yang of fucking like the duality of man the yin and yang of life all of that shit like it's necessary it's a necessary component like like there is no life without death true we didn't we didn't know that we died then what the fuck is living would would we even know that and i feel like that gets that's like something that people just don't even contextualize at all like they don't even try to think about it that way at all like as if nope there's only one way like you can't you can't don't rain on anybody's parade don't don't you know don't don't do that you know it says like yeah like, first of all it's it's weird to me um i it's not weird i guess because we all do it like you know but to to cert to certain degrees some some people more than others some people more extreme than others but but it is kind of weird that people we all kind of like will have a level of attachment to some shit that's actually not of us like you know what i'm saying like yeah like, people will get literally mad when you talk shit about some shit that like they have no attachment to other than they liked it, but it's like a corporate product. Like, like this is a Marvel property. This is yeah. a Disney owned property. You have no attachment to it other than you fucking liked it, but, and you getting mad that someone didn't like the fucking product. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, that's just very weird. Like I, it's like people get like bloods and crips level, like, they do yeah beef with shit they seem it seems like that like they really be like acting like they're gonna fucking slide on somebody <laughs> yeah they really do over that, some stupid like that. Shit. over some shit that ain't got nothing to do with anything like that they like you don't know a single fucking person at the studio you don't have a single family member loved one working on this and it's god forbid they actually do oh my god then it's even worse, you know what I'm saying? Then it's like, I know. You know what I mean? Fuck, first of all, you live in LA. Fuck LA, bro. Like, I mean, and I, I love LA. Let me not, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. I fuck with LA. Fuck Hollywood. You no, know, I get what you're fuck saying. That yeah. side of LA, not, not fuck LA. Shout out to LA because there's a lot of people in LA I fuck with. Real LA. Yeah. I'm, shout out to real la fuck fake la fake la is hollywood you know what i'm saying and yeah when those people that i know that live out there bro like they have any sort of attachment even if it's like the the most minuscule they'll be like i don't appreciate that you talked bad about ant-man 
because my sister's ex-boyfriend's brother was a gaffer like my sister's ex-brother's friend got coffee for chris evans like bruh like you like they they really because any sort of attachment let alone i had a i had a general meeting with the guy who's the producer how dare you talk he was a nice guy how dare you talk about it's like bro like kill yourself like yeah <laughs> like you know true, like, yeah. like what is wrong with you like you know what i mean like that's not normal like it's not like um i've said this before like yo my sister was working uh, briefly was gonna was at a24 but never even started i was still yeah. talking shit about a24 movies yeah like, real shit <laughs> like wow. you know, i would have i would probably, probably would have yeah. toned it a little bit you know but yeah. I, I was still talking shit <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I was still like, you know, A24 makes some stupid shit. Like they they fucking art 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 house Marvel. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, bro. Like even now, like if you make some shit, bro, like that's what happens when you make shit. Like people are allowed to like feel however they feel about it. Yeah, they don't gotta like it. They don't gotta love it. And yeah, I get it. Like if I make something and I put my my like sweat into that shit and I really liked it. At the end of the day, it's like the devil's bargain you make when you do this type of shit. Where yeah, it's like yeah. you just gotta accept it. Like you do, yeah. don't like it, they don't. If they do, they if they do, someone's that's, not going. Someone's like not it. gonna like. That's just how it works. And it's not even a thing. Like you could be like, yo, that book is not good, or that movie's not good. But motherfuckers would take that to heart. They'd be like, God. you know, they'd be really mad. Like, yeah, like like you just said, your your child is a like your child is your child is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> your kid is ugly like maybe yeah. like thing like that like how dare they talk about my art that way yeah and I, and honestly i'm like dog I, I i don't know i'm just maybe i'm built a little different because like i'm my own worst critic so it's like there's nothing that like Same. Yeah. you can say about my shit i probably would be like yeah you don't like it? okay whatever like you know what i'm saying yeah. like, i don't care but hollywood's really bad about that where like people are so fucking like worried about saying the something negative as if these people are are gonna give you a job, and even it, like, and I, I say this all the time, but I always gotta always gotta remind myself that I'm like, I'm an ex- I'm different from a lot of these people, is because like legitimately, legitimately, the difference, the main difference between me and a lot of people, uh, who are, who are in like in this sort of Hollywood orbit, shit, is that like. I do, I not like them. I don't by default want to work with these people. Yeah. They yeah. they want to work with anybody. Anybody. Yeah, I was going like, to say, you're not desperate. You know? but, but I mean, like, it's not even like, it's not even about desperateness or not. Like whether I was desperate or not, like in terms of like, it depends on what you mean by desperate. But like, if I was in, even if I was like fucking down bad, which I've been down bad before, but like, yeah. even if I was, this would not change me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what right, I mean by right. it's like, like there are there are films and filmmakers and shit that i'm like yeah that was dope movie i fucks with it i don't know if i ever want to work with that person though i don't like i i don't buy and i don't blindly want to like i have to actually meet that person i have to actually talk with that person i have to like like, do i want to like do i actually fuck with this person and that then i make the choice these people just by default think that and some of these motherfuckers i just see them like have either had an interaction had or or haven't but seen or heard of or 
know a little bit about that I'm like, no, I don't want to work with this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm not actually, but the most people are like, they don't even care. Like they they just they will hear a story and they don't care because if they if they can yeah. hear a horrible story about like let's just say uh this a director, let's say Jordan Peele, you know what I'm saying? They heard that Jordan Peele between friends, Jordan Peele, um he uh he was inappropriate with uh couple of women on the set they'd be like oh my god he's he is oh my god jordan peele could call them tomorrow like you work a movie together. oh yeah jordan i'm working on jordan peele's new movie like they yeah. don't give a fuck like you know what i'm saying yeah like, they don't that's true like as you know like they would like literally they'd be the first people to to talk about that type of shit but then at the same time if the opportunity was presented to them they would be like i'm taking that shit bro you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just like, I don't fucking respect that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't fuck with it, you don't fuck with it. If you do, you do. Like, uh, yeah. So basically, fuck everybody. And, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I feel like that. I do feel, I, I do be thinking that though. Like, I just know that, like, I, I'm so, um, and you're like this a little bit, Grant, but you're just, you're real chill about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I am chill about it. You know, you're you're chill about this more in the literary world, kind of where you're just like, you know, these people, you know how people be, you know how they be, you know how to, yeah, you know, like just our peers, our peers, yeah, you know how they be, you know how they yeah. conduct themselves, you know how they navigate this shit, you yeah. know how they try to fucking maneuver, you know. What yeah, I'm I just let them cook. I'm like, and it's like you yeah, know go ahead over there, like yeah. yeah. I'm just like, my thing is for me, it's like this is a self-admission a lot of it is like uh me overcompensating because i so don't want to be like them no i i get what you're saying i'm like look that, i'm um... gonna so not be like y'all so much that i will like go out of my way to let you know like no i'm not like yeah i'm not like that i'm like, built you know different I'm, yeah. I'm like no i'm different because i don't want to be like you because that's disgusting like to me you know what i'm saying like yeah because when i was a younger writer like you get told all of these things and you try some of these things and then you feel bad about it. Like, damn, what was I on? Like, God, damn. yeah. And you recognize that behavior for what it is. And you like, yeah. Fuck. And then you still see people still doing it. You're just like, yo, like you just, you just lose respect for them. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know so what I mean? crazy like when lost, you're in the industry. I, and I've lost respect for so many fucking people, dog. Like so many screenwriters, so many directors, so many people, actors, whoever, like there's so many people. I just, I have no respect for most people that are like, uh, or let me just say, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me be more clear. Maybe be more like clear about that. Like boilerplate by default. I assume that like, if you're at a certain level in Hollywood, that I, you're probably someone who's going to rub me the wrong way. And I'm, more than welcome to be proven wrong yeah you know I'm, I'm open to the idea that hey, you could prove me wrong but i'm already got that sort of bias going in where i'm like yeah. okay well well i'm you're probably gonna be this way i mean surprise me that would be great but if you yeah. don't i'm not gonna feel any type of way about it i'm just gonna think like already like yeah you're probably that way um and yeah i i, I guess it's, i guess it is a, a way to sort of uh armor yourself for the bullshit sure. because there's a lot of bullshit out there uh for sure um but yeah um as always i get on my soapbox and 
Grant just sits there and chills, like, yeah, bro, just preach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you a- you're enabling me to continue uh, to talk. So I feel like, you know, um, to put a button on everything um, on, on this episode, uh, episode seven of, of uh, The Swarm ends in a very interesting way. Um, my question to you, Grant, is do you think that that ending is real or do you think that ending is in her mind? I don't think it matters. I've, but yeah, I don't think it matters, but I've still been thinking about it. I'm like, this was a interesting choice where I thought things were gonna, we were gonna see the detective get the girl or something or something would happen. There would be some sort of real closure. But then I'm kind of like, she is so nuts. And Nyjah, Beyonce, I don't know if she would act like that in real life. Like, bring a fan into her car. Right. Um, you know, so I do lean towards it being in her, like, part of it's real, part of it's in her mind. Mm-hmm. But I do like that uh, they titled it, you know, Only God Makes Happy Endings. Where it's like, oh, okay, well, you know. Yeah, and also, and what we didn't, what we before I got off on my uh, random tangent rants, and um, <laughs> I will say that what we what we didn't talk about was after she gets with her new girlfriend and she meets the family, um, they flash forward sort of them being in a relationship for a while. They're now living together. Um, she comes home from work one day, uh, and it's supposed to be her. Is it her birthday? Or is it just their yeah, anniversary? It's like their anniversary, yeah. It's their anniversary, yeah. right? It's supposed to be their anniversary. Yeah. She comes home. She's been working all day. And then, of course, uh, Dre's there. And she surprises her with tickets to see Nyjah. Nice. Um, And she goes clean the fuck off. She uh, goes off. About Nyjah. Because, she's one, she's tired of talking about Nyjah. She talks about Nyjah. She, she brings that up. And, like, Nyjah's, like, the main topic of the relationship all the time. Uh, but that's what happens when you have a relationship with a psychopath uh obsessive fan but you know whatever um and uh it triggers a fucking interaction um where she chokes her to death um yeah because she's basically belittling her and she's doing and dre hasn't this is another thing that i understand like why dre dre has changed uh physically like right when they talk about you know i'm i'm somebody who is not i don't believe in character arcs like characters don't have to arc um they don't um but but What's interesting is the way the character changes in terms of physically on the outside, she's changed, right? There's a physical change from when we first meet Dre to when we last see her in the last episode, clearly, right? Literally obvious. I mean, she's got the fucking hair, the hairline game and the fucking razor line. Yeah. You know, she, she's, she's got the boot. I was about to say the boozy fake, (laughs) (laughs) but, but fucking, uh, uh, but this moment shows you that she literally hasn't changed at all. Because yeah. she's with her, the new Marissa, and she's doing the same exact thing. She same shit. Yeah, the it does mirror the, rent, the money for the rent. She wastes because she and she has to. Uh, uh, she wastes on tickets to Nyjah. It comes. Yeah, and, and her sister they, goes off. Yeah, I had to ask my parents for money to help us pay the rent, which was the same thing Marissa was doing. Yeah, with her before. And then yeah. what, she, what did she do? She goes a little bit too far, though, because the difference between her and Marissa was Marissa was always soft on her. You know what I'm saying? Even when she was mad with her, she always was like, Dre. Yeah. You know? like, it, was always, it was always like this sort of like uh, 
love like almost enabling kind of in a way where it's like yeah she would she would she would admonish her a little bit but then she would like put some sugar on it you know what i'm saying because she had that care but this but old girl was like nah fuck that like you know what i'm saying she like yeah she her, let her know yeah that was the last mistake she ever made she yeah and then uh what's very interesting is uh she burns the body uh yeah and then she's about then she gets ready all spiffed up like nothing's wrong i'm going to see Nasha. yeah oh, straight oh, to the oh. nausea like concert. don't give a fuck that she just burnt alive not choked to death and burnt alive yeah no no get, no comp- no whatsoever but fuck it I'm, I'm getting as nice as i can fresh and fly to go see Nigel, happy as can be and then she realizes oh shit she put the tickets in her pocket and i burnt her body fuck. you know what i'm saying which is hilarious and then like she, she goes to the fucking uh concert and she tries to get tickets at the fucking uh show and and she tells she tells the lady at the counter like uh she literally cuts the line like yeah for all these people's like I, lo- I lost my ticket she's like well what's your name and she tells her, her name and then she's like well i need some id well she doesn't have an actual she ID. got no id but, yeah so she's like boom so she goes to a scalper guy who's selling tickets and she's like how much are the tickets and he's like expensive or whatever she's like, all right cool so they go to the parking lot and they get in the car and as he's like yo he tells her the price and she just stabs this thing like, she guts stabs him, him like, like a fish yeah like a prison shanking just uh, 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 like just murders yeah right it's crazy and then she's in the fucking next thing you know she's in the fucking concert she's up in the front just uh, singing happy as fuck yeah oh, having the time of her life and then that's when the whole scene comes where like she jumps she tries to get up on the stage and then they're like they, they go to stop her but then Nigel looks at her and says no 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 stop la, 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 stop and she has her sing along with the crowd and then it cuts to them leaving and that's when it goes to them getting in the car after the show and she's like embraces her and hugs her and get this look of like this like her face literally the camera's looking at her as she's got her head resting on Nigel, who's like there like a mother that she never had yeah. um, and it ends it just um, ends and I just thought that it was just a great way to fucking end it. I thought that the, the fucking episode was so psychotic. Uh, yeah, it was so psychotic. <laughs> it was it was purely uh, a fucking nuts episode. Um, and I definitely wanted to touch on as much as I could with you uh, with with the swarm uh, or with the swarm. Actually, no, the with swarm. Um, because like I feel like. I don't know. Like again, nobody's really talking about it, and I feel like these are points that probably should be brought up uh, because they're just interesting shit. There's a lot of interesting shit in here. I don't know if I'll, I don't know. Maybe I'll revisit it. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think you revisit this? I, I, I don't quite know if I. Man, I could see like it's not like it's it not like it would be a hard watch or anything. No, it would be a hard watch. Honestly, if I wanted to show like a friend or if I'm dating a new girl and they're into this type of shit, I, it might be cool to, you know, bring this up. It's a nice little quick series to watch, you know. Yeah, facts. Facts. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of. Yeah, I was gonna say you're in a different position completely from me, though. You know, I watched some of this with my girl. A little, a few, she was falling asleep though. Yeah, because uh, she was late. Uh, I watched like the first episode. She was already passed out, and then I ended up watching three. And I was like, "Let's go to bed." Uh, but fucking yeah, like I don't know, man. Like, I'd be interested 
there they hinted that there might be a season two i'll be interested if it if there is a season two yeah that would be interesting yeah i don't know where they would go but the way the yeah show, the way the show is much like atlanta i think it doesn't really matter no it doesn't really matter. you know they can yeah. go anywhere um yeah they're pretty much established that the show can just pretty much do whatever so like it it could pretty much go anywhere um so yeah, uh, I would you recommend it? I, I think I definitely recommend it. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah, recommend for it. sure. It's not, again like if none of this shit that we talked about appeals to you, then you you don't have to watch it. Yeah, don't watch <laughs> it. No, don't watch it. Like, if you if you mm-hmm. loved Atlanta, I think you should watch this. If right, you if you like, like Atlanta, you should, you, you should be like I give it a couple episodes because it definitely it definitely to takes a moment to to yeah, adjust. Yeah. Build it's yeah, it definitely builds upon uh everything that it sets up. So yeah, uh I think that's a pretty definitive uh it, it, this is the best podcast uh episode that's ever been recorded about Swarm. Um yeah. All the Facts. Other, all the other ones are ass. There's not a lot ass. of them, you know? and uh it's gonna be hard to top because you know. It just, it's just <laughs> <laughs> you know uh but yeah man uh again thanks grant um as always dude always a pleasure always a pleasure chopping up with you bro uh plug some stuff because i know you got some stuff and coming coming besides uh, the two books you... we already sort of secretly plugged as we were talking uh yeah we shit, so go ahead and tell yeah me. melancholy's finest my cyberpunk novella dropping this summer um Three parts, like, right? Well, one part first, though. Yeah, there's uh, in my notes, I have five titles, but for sure, at least three parts. If you like anime, cyberpunk, you pretty much fuck with it. And there's a lot, a lot of diversity in it, too. Yeah. You know, so pretty dope. Uh, fall, I guess I'll make a announcement Bullet Tooth via oh, Broken River. Man. Bulletproof's coming out, okay. Exclusive for uh, this okay. podcast. Well, I, you know. I guess, yeah, that's there we go. We got an exclusive. I, I've I've read Bulletproof, well, a version of Bulletproof. Um, yeah, yeah. So Still pretty true. similar, you know. Tight, tight, tight. So. Look out for Bulletproof. I can actually talk about that a little bit because I actually know what that is. <laughs> yeah, he's actually read it. Yeah, so, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will say this. A couple of things for me. I usually don't plug myself, my own shit. Uh, Scissor Kill. There's been some interesting things happening with that. Um, I'm debating. I was talking to my literary manager a little bit. I don't quite know what's going to the release style on that. It might be different. It might be. Um, it just depends on if it makes sense for me. Um, but that's kind of been part of the reason that I went sort of silent. I didn't want to talk about it. But there's this other thing. Um, this oh, other shit. thing. There's another it's a book it's another book that while that was going on i was writing um which is fucking i don't want to say anything because i i get i feel like i'm bad because i feel like scissor kill put me in a in a space where i don't want to say shit until until i know a little bit better uh but this there's another thing coming it, it is it's it's definitely more uh it's more influenced by some of the similar things it's more influenced by manga shit too um it's more influenced by uh, the stuff that I've been taking in a lot of, which some of it is cyberpunk, a lot of it is Japanese, uh, a lot of it is uh, uh, in the vein of Chester Himes, Donald Goins. Um, oh shit! Shit like that. It's like a mash. It's just like a mash. It's like a blender of shit. Um, 
So that'll be that'll be something that I, I, I you'll probably see sooner than later, maybe. And then I have uh, Akira Pilled. Uh, Akira Pilled is part of a mutual vibration society, uh, but it's just a a new sort of uh, it's it's a new it's a podcast. It's still part of this podcast, but it's it's its own series. I've I've I've, I've dubbed it as a, a, a an MAS series. Uh, but Akira Pilled will be more focused on. You guessed it, shit like Akira. Um, like all things Akira. Um, <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, all things Akira, and that that that's also an excuse to talk more about um, not only um, not only like the film, but also the actual manga, um, which is even better than the film, um, which I'm rereading, um, and it's just great. And I'm also um, also it's just an excuse to talk about other things that that are related to that because yeah bro like it's just fire <laughs> it's just yeah. fire um um I, I think like uh uh Brent, have you have you have you read have you read this no no you know i i feel ashamed to say this but i mean, I've never even watched akira oh, people would think yeah, you know yeah, um, and it's something i've been meaning to do you think i should read the manga before manga's fucking great bro yeah i saw your review and i was kind of like mangas tend to be more fire than any of the adaptations the the, the movie is the movie is great too but the manga is like the there's no way that they could fit the the, all of the manga yeah it's massive and it's just so much shit and it's just like again it's just this i don't know like uh kashiro uh otomo is is going to be uh a big sort of jumping off point for, for a cure pilled. Like I'm there's, he's done other films like memories. And, and um, I think uh, there's a, there's a, uh, not only memories, but there's another one is it's like carnival. I think it's called like robot carnival or something like that, where it's like, yeah, a, yeah he's involved. Like there's all sorts of like other shit that like, that I'll use sort of a cure pill to talk about uh, that type of stuff on. Um, Cause again, like I do want to make sure that like, MAS is kind of a certain kind of thing. And then like, this is sort of like, gives me an excuse to like, I feel like I go everywhere anyways, but this is, this will let, this allows me to sort of like make, make my uh, patron or my Patreon um, more of a channel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, So that like, you can have other, other kinds of shit. And like I said, so be on lookout for uh, uh, Akira Pilled, which the first episode will, will be coming out very soon um and i'll be talking about uh the first volume of akira the manga uh yeah and like i said i got those books and um i have to fit that in because i just signed a contract to write uh this script um which obviously that's going to take priority because it's money so um but those other things are still still coming. Um, I'm just saying that to say that if there's any delays, I do have an excuse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do have an excuse. I'm actually working on some stuff that's, uh, that, that's you know, you know some pay some bills. So, yeah, man, as always. Uh, no, fuck that. Let's change it up. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to MAS. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Grant. Um, thank the world. Uh, let's all listen to Nyjah, uh 
Yeah. Swarm. <laughs> Hashtag swarm. The swarm, a swarm. Uh, yeah, but yeah, man, I don't know how to end no fucking podcast, so it's over, dog. Cue the cue the music. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah. 